too many bears, a lot of sports. Podcasting from Chicago, you're listening to Pass the Mic with Nucci, Quasi, and Digits. Hello and welcome to episode 59 of Pass the Mic. It's December 12, 2018. All right, everybody, we got another exciting show going on here. Uh, just going to give you a quick outline of what we're going to talk about. We're going to start off uh, some with some NFL talk, talk about the Bears' big win on Sunday night versus oh, yeah. the L.A. Rams. Big win. I was there. I was there. Digits was, was there. there. <laughs> L.A. was cold. Uh, we're going to jump into the NBA, talk about some Bulls turmoil uh, that's going on that you know the entire country knows about right now. Mexico, too. Um, yeah, and Mexico. Mexico too. They were making jokes saying that they deported the Bulls. So, And we'll jump into some NCAA. We actually have have a special guest with us again today friend of the show rick carter thanks for being here i appreciate you guys having me it's gonna be a good time absolutely first time in studio so uh well welcome to where we do everything here (laughs) absolutely uh talk about some ncaa talk you know what's uh happening there and then we'll just jump in at the end into some hot topics uh that you know hvac sponsors hvac's hot topics over there hot topics um so before we get into everything we're going to go into our nfl picks uh digits if you want to give us our records from the season Uh, you went one and two last week so you're now at six and three hvac and quasi both went three and oh three and oh hvac in second place at five and four quasi still in fourth at four four and one i went two and one i'm at four and five right now I'm one game. He's what? You're five and hey, four? Hey, I'm still ahead of you, man. I know, but that's one thing. <laughs> <laughs> Don't act like, you know, it's, it's a big lead. Yeah, whatever. We all know who's still in first place. Here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, let's jump into our NFL picks for this week. All right, y'all started off here. It's a tough week. I looked at tough these week. lines, and I, I am not exactly sure what's going better. on. Lines are getting better. Lines are getting Always tougher. Get better so. as the season Buffalo goes on. Buffalo is favored. Buffalo is favored. It's weird. So I'm going to jump in. I'm going to take Miami uh, is going into uh, Minnesota. They're plus seven and a half, so I'm going to take Miami with the points. You're losing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. That's I don't think so. No, Vikings just fired their offensive coordinator. They're, they're in turmoil. Uh, I'm going to take Houston going into, uh, they're playing the Jets, I believe. Um, I'm going to take Houston yeah, minus, yeah, minus, six. minus six in New York. Uh, they want to definitely win. They've been rolling. And I'm going to take the over uh, in the over. over in the New York Giants-Tennessee game. The over-unders at 43 points. It's the first time someone's taking the over yeah. here. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking the over. You know what? They're... He's you know, Giants are scoring. Chicago's in turmoil. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> All right, those are the picks. All right, I'm going next. I'm going to take the L.A. Chargers, minus three and a half, uh, Kansas City. Good bet. Plus going three and a half. Plus three and a half. Plus three and a half. Plus three and a half. Uh, I think Chargers are the real deal this year. Uh, I know Chiefs are getting all the love, obviously, deservedly so, but Chargers are sneaking up behind them. To get respect, you have to disrespect. Right. <laughs> uh, Arizona, plus ten. Because it's just why a not? big line. It's just a big line. <laughs> That's what I'm taking. Over Atlanta. And Atlanta sucks. Yep. Uh, and I'm taking Titans uh, plus two and a half. Uh, Titans are a weird team. They're up and down every every game, but uh, I'll roll with them. Plus Titans two and with half. the points. All right. Quasi. Oh, okay. Um, I'm gonna take the uh, Saints minus seven over Carolina. 
I'm gonna take the, on the road, huh? Okay. I'm gonna take the Rams minus 12 and a half over the Eagles. Oh, Rams stopping. I'm gonna take Kansas City minus three and a half Ooh. over the Chargers. We're going ahead. I like it. Oh, Boom. yeah. I, I need to win. Uh, Phil, wow, that's big. <laughs> double worth double the points. One game week. 12, 12 and a half is a big point spread in the NFL, but they just shut down Carson Wentz, so I think that's pretty good. That's true. All right. Uh, I got Seattle minus four and a half over San Francisco. Seattle's rolling after they beat Minnesota last week. Uh, Green Bay plus seven over Chicago. Come on, guy. Oh, come on, man. man. Chicago's going to win. Come on. He's doing this a cappella, though. Like, no music. Yeah, he yeah he just, he's just doing a cappella. All right, I'll let you go. A cappella picks. It's a field goal game, all right? <laughs> Chicago's going to win, but Green Bay is going to cover. Uh, finally, I got New England <laughs> minus one over Pitt. New England's going to go in there and beat Pittsburgh straight up. You think so? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, know. That's, that's, I think, yeah. I mean, that minus one, one that's basically a pick. I took San Diego to beat Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh a couple weeks ago. And I think I got, like, I got a good feeling about this game, too. Mushroom right. pick. All right. All right. All right. We'll take a break, and then we'll jump back into the NFL. All right. Hey, PTM listeners. Have you ever been at a bar arguing over sports with your buddy? Well, you know what? Now's your chance. Bring your case to PTM Sports Court, and we will put the loser on a podcast blast. Hashtag your argument at PTM Sports Court. All right, welcome back. Let's jump into some NFL and obviously the big news around the league. I don't care what team you're a fan of. Everyone's talking about the Bears stomping out the L.A. Rams. It was the lowest point total uh, that the Rams have had all season. Lowest point total since Jared Goff has been there. They were cold, but most importantly, they were scared. Oh, they were scared. It was uh, a hit job. I hit job, man. I heard on TV the game looked boring. I don't know about it. I, I was excited. I, it was, the game was, it was exciting. For it me. was freezing cold. I can tell you this. I don't know if uh, how it sounded on TV, but that stadium was loud. Oh, I didn't think that. Yeah, I, I, I didn't watch the game. I had what? To the, oh, come come on. I, I had a okay. I had a hockey game that I had to go play that happened to be at the same time as the regular game. I don't so, know about that. But. Um, I have a question. Do you think it was more? Do you think it was weird that the Rams decided not to run Gurley? Anymore. No, they he couldn't run him. They couldn't run him. They couldn't run him. We were stopping him. I understand that the Bears were stopping him, but like he still got probably the lowest amount of touches he's gotten. Because they he was going nowhere. He was going nowhere. Dude, and and every, I'll tell you, I could see him. I had like some decent seats. We're actually in the 250 level in the yeah, north this, end zone. This guy was on the field at one point. And I was on the field during <laughs> warmups. Really? I was on field during warmups. <laughs> they were, dude. Todd Gurley, he would go off on the sideline for seven seconds. He was throwing a jacket on. Oh, I yeah. mean, he was he, like, he, like golf didn't seem like he wanted. No, be there. And, but I mean, our our Bears. Well, defense, no, they didn't want to be there. Like, they didn't. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, of course not. Like it's cold. Like of course they didn't want to be there. Like, yeah, and they and they couldn't. And, but our D's, our 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 defensive pressure was there. Um, obviously, Mitch looked horrible. <laughs> but golf looked even worse, right? But golf looked worse. Um, one other thing that I want to touch on before we move on on this is the uh, the announcer, like the PA announcer for the Bears. He was getting kind of aggressive. Oh, yeah, he was. Well, yeah. He was mad aggressive. Uh, so I was just going to say this. What I think is really cool about this Bears like revival, per se, is it's also revived the Chicago native and the Chicago fans, right? Because oh, it is a unique like toughness. Like, yeah. You guys are a little bit like cocky, arrogant because of the whole Jordan days, right? You know, you got like the Blackhawks. Everyone's been and has been successful at some point. But it's really reviving this attitude that like the sports kind of like world needs. It's like the NBA Absolutely. needs the Knicks to be good. 
right, there's an right. attitude that comes with that. There's like right. a vibe about it. And it's good to see the Chicago fan back in Chicago and having something to truly cheer about because it is very representative of the city, right? Like it's right. defensive yeah, base. It's toughness. They defensive. give you something to bitch about. Yeah. The quarterback it's... fucking sucks sometimes. Or he sucks. Like <laughs> yeah. they give you something oh, to yeah. complain about, yeah. but there's always blue collar toughness behind yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. It's you're, fun to watch. You're the exactly defense. right. For sure. We are. You're right. We're def- we've always been a defensive minded town, minded team. 85 Bears defense is the greatest. But yeah, but that dude, that announcer, he kept he kept mentioning the weather, man. He's like, oh, he was doing it on purpose. Four degrees. It's getting it's getting colder, like, LA. It's I can do a colder. Where the top of the beer started freezing. Oh, <laughs> just like, why am I? You got to swirl around. Yeah, like why am I here? Then, like I don't they, like football. Like they do that. They do this sign. They're doing the siren now, like oh, on yeah, third I down. Yeah. And he's like, everybody get up and cheer. Like, he was getting like, it was kind of. should have kick. He's cool. He's the same guy that wild man back. He's games, too. He's like, there's a timeout. Where? On the court. Oh, yeah, he's like, he does things. Same guy. He's like a known announcer. He's the same dude. He's on the Bears games and stuff. So you might be familiar with him. So the question is. Yeah. If we got to go do the same game in versus LA. the Rams in LA, yep. can we you, in the playoffs? Yeah. Can we win that game in LA? It's Here's the thing: hard, a, we're not holding game. them without a touchdown. Like obviously, <laughs> right? That, that we played so well on defense, we held them not to get a touchdown. That's not ha- happening in LA. They're, no, they're going to score a touchdown. So the one thing yeah. I would say about the Bears that's really cool is like you can definitely they're going to go places and get stops. Yeah. yeah. Like they hang their head they hang their like that's their pride. Right. So like I Turnovers. if you go on the road and like that's who you are, yeah. I don't necessarily know if that changes. Like I think you can take your toughness and into LA and like control the environment if that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, I, I, if you I can't so. score like yeah. the crowd can't get into it on the road. It's actually the greatest form of like That is true. Yeah. Mm. Crowd stopper. Defense wins championships. And Max, like he, that dude's the real. That dude's oh, the real he's deal. awesome. He's, like, the, he's not. He's actually offense too. Yeah, he's he's well, unbelievable. He's he scores. That's wild. He scores. And Akeem Hicks is playing out of his mind. He was getting nuts. Uh, Eddie Jackson's the best safety in football right now. We had Bryce Callahan go down with a broken foot. Yeah, that, that sucks. Because it he, all starts with the confidence up front. Yeah, that but, dude it breathes through everyone else. Oh man, our our, off, our offensive or our defensive line, excuse me, is 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 crazy good. Yeah, I mean, like if the Rams score a touchdown, like can the Bears score a touchdown? That's that's the that, that's, that's the thing. That's the question. The thing like, is, can I, the Bears definitely the defense can travel right? Like like mm. Coach was saying, uh, it's it's I worry about the offense. But defense can score points. Right. Yeah, but uh, we need a, we, we need, we need Eddie Jackson to score two touchdowns. <laughs> and at the big of the moment, honestly, like people like Mac rise up at that occasion. Like crazier things have happened. I mean, oh, we yeah. we got a shot. That's for sure. Yeah. We definitely got a shot. Well, first thing we got to win the division. First, so right? that brings us to: Can the Bears clinch this weekend? Yeah. Can we clinch the win Magic against one, the so Packers? I think we can. Even we definitely can. We don't. Yeah. But it's going to be a close game. But I feel like I mean, I mean obviously, it always is. Obviously. We gave them, you know, game one was brutal when we had the game one and we let Rodgers come back and win. But I don't think just because Rodgers and Packers are on a downward spot right now that this week's going to be easy. No. They're going to come in and they, they want to beat us. So, and Rodgers wants to prove, like we were talking earlier, Rodgers wants to prove that he wasn't the problem, that the coaching was a problem. And we were saying that, you know, I think he's doing a little bit of a showcase to other coaches like, hey, Come play with me. I'm still Aaron Rodgers, and come to Green Bay. Come and, uh, to Green Bay. Good. Yeah. So, so are we winning this weekend? Yeah, we're winning. Get, I think we're winning. <laughs> Get, we're Chicago winning. toughness. We're we're, we're winning. Trials. Yeah, double digit win. Uh, oh wow! Double digit, double digit double win. Digit. Wow. Bear, bears are covering. Wow. Whoa! Yeah. yeah. All right, score? Uh, score? Score? Yeah. Prediction? I think it's gonna be. Uh, 
No, no, no. <laughs> it's it's gonna it's still gonna be cold. It's gonna be 20, 24, 14. Okay, I'll go. Uh, I'll go seventeen ten. Bears. Twenty four, twenty one bears. Uh, thirty, twenty four bears. Oh, there we go. So bears cover. I mean, uh, bears cover. Sorry, uh, bear tigers cover. That's what I meant. <laughs> um, and then lastly, uh, in our division, Vikings turmoil. They uh, got just beat up in Seattle. They went around and fired their offensive coordinator, DiFilippo, who was like the hot commodity. He was. Yeah, he was up for a head coaching job you know? just last season. Yep. Yeah. And then he they was got up for a head coaching a job. They got him. They paid Kirk Cousins just an amazing amount of money. Who deserved it? He's a Spartan. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a Spartan. 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 We got enough shit going on. I don't think it's Kirk Cousins' fault. It's the, Their offensive line is terrible. They, yeah. Well, like, they, he, they fall apart this year. I mean, everyone yeah. picked them to win the division. And, so... Uh, one of the hardest crumbled. things to do, though, is switching from offensive coordinators because normally it's a whole new system sometimes. So, like, yeah, one of the greatest things that I think ever happened to the Mich- University of Michigan football is they kept changing coaches, and they went from being a ground-and-pound team to now we want to be a pro-style team. Well, in recruiting, you can't catch up. The line can't catch up. That's yeah. the one place that gets exposed. Right. And even in the NFL, you can't sign free well, agent linemen fast enough to no. change your style. Not yet. Yeah, the so offensive like, line is so important. That's a problem. You know what I mean? And if yeah. you can't score points in the NFL... <laughs> I mean, they've the, put in the, every rule possible right. to make it feasible to score points, for and, the love of oh, God. absolutely. Like, it's it's an offensive-minded league right now. Absolutely it is. Both teams should honestly have to give back their paychecks last week. in the Like, you can't have a game. In the Vikings-Seattle like, yeah, game? I mean, that was, was brutal. That's, yeah. Too many rules have been put in to, to right. make that not even possible. Like, that beat every statistical, like, absolutely. probability ever. Uh, it's, I, I definitely lost money on that one. I picked the, <laughs> o- I picked the over. Like, come on. Yeah, I turned around you know, in the fourth quarter. It was like 3 nothing. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was, was a, brutal, was a brutal game. It was a low, lowest-rated game, I think, all season. So, yeah. And then the last thing that I want to touch on on the NFL before we jump in, unless you guys have something else before we no. uh, jump in the NBA, is another big game. New England is going into Pittsburgh. I know you picked New England to win. You think they're going to pull it off? Pittsburgh's come off two bad losses. They lost at home to the Chargers, and they just lost – to the Raiders. I think yep. that's a team in spiral. That, You're no, talking yeah. about a team. Pittsburgh? Yeah. yeah. I mean. Are they ever, in a, but are they ever? They always seem to figure the, it out and win. Are they ever in a spiral? Because like, to me, Pittsburgh's, when they're that way, that's when you see the, like, Le'Veon Bell leaves, some random dude steps up, and be, like, they're getting, they're but good in those situations. It, this is it right here. Yeah, but I think, and like, they face New England. Roethlisberger went out of the game, and they were like, oh, yeah, we're going to win this. And that was like, no, we got to put Roethlisberger back into the game. And it was like, oh, we still lost anyway. So it's like, right. I, like that I was a high-scoring game. Maybe. Here's a question. How can you say New England's not in a spiral when we have Gronk out there playing defense? That is true. Oh, oh, yeah. when you're pulling, yeah, that's right. They just lost to Miami. Our, we're going to pull a rabbit just, out of our head. Like, that's not a Belichick-type move. Like, I feel like that was a, just a really bonehead move. From That doesn't happen in New England, though. <laughs> right. That's the right. problem. Well, like, the re- that doesn't happen in well, New England. The, the, reason, the reason that they had him out there was they were saying because of his height for a Hail Mary, That's but they were at like bullshit. the 30-yard line. Yeah, no, yeah. no one in Miami's oh. thrown a 70-yard pass. First so of all, I don't know what that was Miami's Like, out of a cannon, it's not going to go 70 yards <laughs> in right. Miami. Like, it's not going to happen. And then let's get let's throw the guy out there who's played for how many years? Who? How, how, how long has Gronk played? 
Oh, Gronk? But yet he looks like he's played for 17. Oh, yeah. Let's put him out there. His body's done, yeah. I mean, he's had three years ago, or three games ago, he almost didn't travel. Or he might have not traveled for a game. He didn't travel. He's not in the best shape body-wise. Like, let's throw him out. That's not a Belichick type move. So, off of what you just said, how are you going to hate him on Miami pick? I got Miami plus seven. Miami came off a big win going into Minnesota, who just lost their offensive coordinator. Because I think... Number one, I think the Vikings would be fine without their offensive coordinator. I think people rally in those situations. Can't get a new offensive lineman fast enough. <laughs> no, they got to figure some shit out. They might yeah. have to do something different. Take Miami in the points. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He's been for eight years, by the way. So. Eight years, Gronk? Yeah, it does feel like 18. No, All he, right. looks, he looks terrible. Yeah, he's, yeah, everything on him's injured. His 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 arm. I mean, he's he wearing. He's wearing. He's wearing. It looks like a robotic arm yeah. that he's got going. And a lot of tight ends last. Yeah. Like yeah. tight ends aren't. It's like yeah, a kicker. Like I can't say. Yeah, yeah. Like they last. And he's a very Travis Antonio Kelsey. Gates type player. Yeah. Travis Kelsey. Like some of these guys. Yeah, Kelsey, the good yeah. ones can last. Yeah. Jason Witten played ben, for ben how many years? Place, yeah. Right. Ben Watson. Jesus. Ben Watson. Patriots right there. Yeah. That's true. That's yeah. true. I got one fun fact. Yep. If uh, the Steelers lose out and the Ravens lose out and the Browns win out, guess who's in the playoffs? Come on. The Browns are not mathematically out of the playoffs. <laughs> wow. Who would have thought? First time in years that's happened this late in the season. Wow, that's crazy. I don't see any way that Dude, Baltimore loses in Tampa Bay, no, that, that, that isn't the point. That's <laughs> not the I point of the comments. It's that they're actually in it. have a chance. It's that saying that there's a chance. There's, there's a chance. There's a chance. There's a last. Baker. He's a leader. Yeah. All right, we'll take yeah. a break and then jump into the NBA. Back to the show. Uh, we're gonna jump right into some NBA. Uh, oh God, more for, Chicago stuff. More Chicago <laughs> stuff. We can cover Here all. Comes passion. Passion. We, we, passion. We can we can cover all NBA right now. This is passion, though. I'm yeah. Yeah. As opposed to talking to little Raptors on the show. This guy's from. Oh, he's, he's, he's a Toronto. We can do Drake too. We can. Oh about God, no more Toronto and Drake. We can talk about all that, but we're gonna jump into, of course, the Bears. Or excuse me, Bulls, 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 Bulls. Bulls turmoil. Um, obviously, we're making national news, not in a good way. Uh, they fired Hoiberg, and they uh, gave Jim Boylan the job. Who I initially, you know, for the rest of the season, I was cool with it. I thought he's he looked like he would be a good coach. He's like a passionate. He's a passionate dude. This is the question that I have for everyone, and this is what has really been on my mind about the Bulls deal that I think is so comical. For months, and I mean, and hear me out when I say this, I don't think Fred Hoiberg should have been fired. I know Fred Hoiberg. Oh, I absolutely agree. I, I know all, Fred Boyle. I, I, I know Fred Hoiberg's fan. Like, yeah. I'm not saying this because I think Fred should have been fired. So that's I want to put that out there. But people have been saying Fred Hoiberg should have been fired for months. For well, months. I, I thought he should have. I thought he should have been let go at the end of the year. Okay, great. So my point is, the reason everyone wanted Fred Hoiberg fired, he got fired. So if you're the person following him, the most obvious thing is to do the exact fucking opposite of what he did. That is true. Like, right. I'm not gonna. If I'm not gonna. Okay. So let's let's look at it this well, way. And, and the, Alex, the, the, most, the most. Hold on. Just hear I me. Got you, I got you. If you're in war and you're following a general who kept going up a hill and everyone died, you took over. Would you go up that fucking hill? No. You'd go a different route. 
probably the exact opposite route. Now, I'm going to give you this one. What's a better way to tank? The best way to tank is to make your guys so tired they can't play in the fucking game. But yet they can't say that you're not trying to get them better. So if you're an organization, it's actually one of the best ways to tank. So you're saying is that his game plan? I, it, well, first and foremost, I think in the NBA, it's never the head coach's game plan. Well, that well the, the main problem that everyone has with all this isn't Hoiberg, isn't Boylan. Of course not. It's 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 oh, it's Garpex. It's Garpex. It's yeah, Garpex. They're the first ones that need to go. Okay, yeah, but no, they. Uh, okay, so let's let's all stop wasting time because they're not going anywhere. Why? Because it's the yeah, it's like the, listen. Unless the old man like, dies, but he wouldn't. Why? He wouldn't. He wouldn't go in with Jordan. He like Jordan wanted part of the franchise. Like he didn't right. decide to do that. He went Garpax. So that's what it's going to stick with. Like that's the it's, only lineage there. It's fifteen years. Of course it is. Fifteen years, man. This is and worse like, than like, the. This is the definition. Look, yeah. This yeah. is the definition of in, the definition of insanity. Is what doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. However, remember they have been extreme. Like the Kobe Bryant trade was going to happen. But and it was they, they can't close the deal. But wasn't they that? couldn't close Carmelo, either? Thank. Thank God, though. Heaven Thank forbid. God we didn't. You think he was good at that time, and we had a good team at that time? He would have been good on the You don't think so? I think he would have been good at the both. No matter when, what when, situation Carmelo Anthony has ever been in, that problem has always reared its head. So he, he has a, like, a ceiling. You think when he was in his prime? Sorry. Even more, yeah. Like, yeah. Just so even like he, he only could get to – the problem with Carmelo is he's so talented that he, can he only can take you so far, but he doesn't have the ability to work with others. So when you got to put him in Houston, when you got to give him another superstar to work with, he just can't handle that. Like he needs to be the dude, and that dude will get you really far, but it can only take you so far. Right, but the, the, the question the, regarding that for you is: Jimmy Butler the new Carmelo? Ironically, I've said that to people before. If if this is a very telling deal for him, because if he um, if a Carmelo type situation happens in Philadelphia when it was the process, the positivity. I mean, the freight train couldn't have been moving in a, in a better direction. If that collapses on Jimmy Butler's watch as the best player, 100% you have to put him as the next Carmelo. But he also has the ability, because he isn't Carmelo as. Like the one, the one thing about Jimmy Butler that's different than Carmelo is Jimmy Butler is a pit bull. Carmelo Anthony's more of like a show dog. Right. That, that's, a good that's true. But he's a killer now. Like right. he might look good. That fucker's still good. Like, I coached against him. He's the hardest guard we've ever had. And that, he could go, like, dude could put the ball in the basket any way, shape, or form. However, when he has to share the ball, he has zero idea how to play that way. Like, that totally is, like, mind-boggling to him. So, and, and Jimmy, now he's been making bad headlines, but to his credit, since he's actually been on Philly, he's been going out, I've noticed, he's been going out of his way to, like, be a good teammate. He, like, stuck up for Markel Fultz, and he, he's trying to he's trying to get back his good guy persona that he kind of lost. I don't know if Jimmy Butler is a bad person. I think Jimmy Butler was put around a whole bunch of um, soft human beings, and Jimmy Butler's never thrived in a soft environment. Right? That's why like he did well Andrew under Wiggins. Thibodeau. When he did well under Correct. Thibodeau. But I agree. However, yeah. Thibodeau being a tough dude, the Chicago, like, that isn't working in Minnesota. Those dudes, that isn't Carl Anthony. That's not those guys. Right. Like, we let's had, get a couple we things had Taj, straight. We no had offense Joe to King. Canada. 
Andrew Wiggins yeah. is soft as no, shit. No, 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 yes. But he's like, Wiggins, he's soft. Like, Andrew Wiggins is a yeah. soft human being. Like, you can't say he's not like, oh, he's an excellent. No, like, no, he's not. Like, yeah, but I don't know if that's him when that's partially. What do you mean you don't know if that's him? That no, but that's also the mentality of the NBA. These guys can't play eight games. If you want to be like great, though, it, you can. You can put in the work to play defense. Well, you, or that's, just give me be a human theory. bucket. Like if you're gonna be a, if you want to be a bucket, be a bucket. Don't be a kind of a bucket. I mean, I don't think he should have been the first pick overall. <laughs> that was a bad draft. Set him up to you know the spotlight well, based being on like, talent, not like. Yeah. And then being traded a for Kevin Love, part. you're like, okay, the the amount of res- like expectations of this so, guy are like, okay, well, you got to be the best. And so what you, I would say is, if you were. Dis- I said it earlier. To get respect, you have to disrespect. Mm-hmm. So if you're ever going to be great when adversity hits you, that's when you show who you that's are, true. right? That's true. Well, Andrew Wiggins, for eternity, has always been a front runner, and he shows who he really is, and it's not who you really want him to be if that's the face of your franchise. Which, which, but do you consider him the face of Minnesota? when you give him a max deal and not Jimmy Butler yet? Yeah, then that if you're Jimmy great Butler, point. like you, you have a problem. I wouldn't. Point. I wouldn't. See, I think Jimmy Butler has a good argument. Wouldn't you say, Cat? Uh, Cat's the face of Minnesota. That's fine. Then why didn't no, 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 they? No, no, but, but he's I saying that they offered it to Jimmy or Andrew Wiggins instead of Jimmy Butler. Okay, let's get a couple things straight. If you were a general manager <laughs> and you had to give a max deal to one of two players that are both on your roster, and here are your options: That's Jimmy Butler or Andrew Wiggins. Who the fuck picks fucking Andrew Wiggins? <laughs> like Drake wouldn't pick Andrew Wiggins, and he loves Canada. Like that's like not a good decision. Like you're you're trying to like elevate out of the cellar. You need to have tough like tough dudes. The one thing Jimmy Butler's always been is extremely tough. Like Marquette, like he wasn't a player and he turned himself into one because of straight toughness, and that is why I think he will strive in Philly, one of my favorite cities because Philly's tough. It's like Chicago, right? They love dudes like that. So let, let me ask you, like, I, I don't mind, like, obviously, uh, Boylan's been getting some, uh, oh, you know. Jim I, Boylan is the Boylan. best basketball mind I've ever been around. Really? Like, okay. I learned more from about basketball from Jim Boylan than I did anyone else that I've ever worked with. But you don't think he's being a little too extreme right now, though? Um... No, like they're I, doing like they they're like doing two and a half extra like hours of practice, like push ups, like push ups and stuff. Like players don't like that. I mean, that's what they're saying. Like, well, well, no, let, let I don't me. like sucking. Like I don't like not being very good. So you, the cream rises to the crop, the top. The cream rises to the top. Right. At the end of the day, as a coach, sooner or later, if you're not excelling, you need to put a line down and say, okay. Who really wants this? So should I be worried about Zach Levine, who probably was? Yes. I heard he was one of the players that was complaining about it. Oh, well, like he was. He was I should be worried if you now. do. If you're surprised by that, he's like no, Zach Levine. Like, hold on, hold on, hold on, my main. What? Hold on. When has Zach Levine ever demonstrated anything remotely, rem, remotely close to tough? And that that goes back to my point about. NBA players not being tough. Well, like, if you're... Okay, okay, Zach Levine, you're so good. You want to complain. Make a fucking game winner. You've had more than anyone else in the NBA, and you've made one. It is brutal. It is brutal. He actually... uh, Hoiberg actually called a game play when Hoiberg... Hoiberg called a game play that was not designed for Zach Levine, and Zach Levine did not do it, and he took the last game winning shot, and he brushed him off, and he blew it. And that was brutal. So that's so my, and again, my this is, is the problem when you have Scotty Pippen around the team and not Michael Jordan, because Pippen did the same thing to Kukoc, right? Like, <laughs> let's have a real motherfucker who's a dog who wants to kill all well, the time. All right, my my question is, all right, so yeah, maybe they need to toughen up and they need to do his camps and whatever. So I get that, but what do you, do you think it was? A, no, do you think it was a good strategy for him to 
call them out publicly. Like he called them basically soft in the public, calling your own team out. He said that they they needed the they so, needed to work harder because they were so, basically said they were what did he they're say out they're yeah. out of shape. He's basically calling the team out of shape yeah. and everything. So while that may be true and he's doing that, should he have called them out in the what public do you do for eye? I'm a contractor. Okay, you're a contractor. Yeah. So, what does your salary or your paycheck? What is that? What like? What are you supposed to be doing on a day-to-day basis? I'm supposed to be selling jobs, managing jobs, making is sure that they're Is there a person above going. you who holds you accountable? Then there's one. Yes. Okay. So when they come in every day, when they come in, if they give you something to do, what are you supposed to do? I'm supposed to do with it. Okay. So Jim Boylan came in and said, "This is what we're going to do. I'm I'm the boss now." You work here. Right. Here's what you're gonna do. But if he public, my boss publicly Hold berated on. me in front of people, I wouldn't be <laughs> yeah, too happy sure. about it. Yeah. Okay. I can't disagree with that. You're probably right. 100 right. But the reason he's berating them and talking about that is, is because he put their task for the day out there, and, and those people it. didn't do it. Right. And let me get it. Let's get a couple things straight here. Those people are making a lot more money than we are. Or anyone else who supports that franchise. Oh, I know okay? they should all play. So, <laughs> if you're going to make that, with rank comes responsibility. And if you're not giving it your all, any boss finds ways to get the most out of you. Now, let's not get this twisted. The most out of the Bulls this year is to get the number one draft pick. So, tell me a better way to tank than to tire out your best players and weed them out. You're going to find out who's tough. And the people that want to stick around stay or the other motherfuckers break wide. So do you think he should have done this exact same game plan but not called them out publicly? I think, honestly, I think he should have did everything that he did because he knows that situation much better than anyone else. If he called them out publicly, he knows... Guys, let's get a couple things straight here. He's not making that decision on his own. Yeah. That this right. is a decision that's been made far above, and I don't know this. I'm just guessing, but like, well, they, the reports are Garpacks love it. Of course they, they do. love it. They well, love it. They're trying to weed out. They're trying right. to weed out soft people. So I got another question. Hopefully, we do get rid of, maybe not Paxson, but at least Gar. You're not getting rid of either one of those guys. But I'm if not, we do, I'm get rid of Gar. That's the one guy. Gar. Let's see if we can get rid of Gar. But the Reinsdorfs are not going to get rid of. I'm just saying, if we if we if we get, because that they would have to admit they're wrong. If we, and if they would do the, that, they would have did that with Jordan. Right, They'd be like, we, we were wrong. We should have probably had him on eventually, like, eventually, there has to be a change. And assuming that maybe, maybe, I mean. When does the old, when does the change happen? Maybe, when the maybe, old man dies? No, literally, yeah, literally, no, fans no, have put Michael up signs. Fans have put up billboards around the city saying, fire Garpacks. Well, there's been a okay. lot of billboards put up and a lot of articles to fire people that don't work. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> just put that out there. It's true. <laughs> not um, only for both, but for any. But I'm just saying. So my question is, if by chance it does happen it who, who, who do you want who do you want coming in as the new general manager general manager yeah. like i paxton paxton's gonna like hire someone internally Derek rose Derek. what about chauncey billups no no you can't no. bring it no, no. <laughs> you're gonna bring in a piston <laughs> you, you, he man, was, bring in isaiah let's have isaiah come. no not no, isaiah no. i don't want you isaiah chauncey billups is a smart like, dude yeah. man. I want, I want, chauncey billups I mean, I this think, is this is wishful thinking, guys. <laughs> Colangelo. No, I mean, I mean, isn't he out in Philly right now? You know what's really sad. What about what about Doug Collins? Doug Collins already in the building. You know, you know what's really oh god, what's really sad about this whole situation? And this is where, as fans, people have to be careful. We should have someone right off the top of our head if they're that bad. So maybe what you have isn't as bad as you think. It's just you're so used to them. This is that Chicago. I got to find something to complain about. But if you can't name a dude like yeah, I want him. 
then they're probably okay right now. I named it Chauncey. <laughs> you want Chauncey, Chauncey Billups? I do. Chauncey Billups. He's a smart dude. I think he's he's well, got a lot of hookups the around the league. The People problem. respect him. Armstrong. People respect him. See, I think honestly, he's I think agent. Hates. But okay, like look what Magic did. He hired Kobe's agent, no, who could end up being the next coach of like the Lakers. Like think about that when Kobe's coaching the Lakers or Phil Jackson's back, because God knows Luke Walton's not lasting that fucking train. Oh no, he's not. So. No, what does LeBron do? Yeah. Hold on, what does LeBron do? Oh, he fires. Coaches. He gets coaches fired. The first coach is gone right away. And coach if you're mad, hold on, bro. You don't want to be coached by Kobe. Like that's one dude he can't say no to. Right. And the other one is Phil Jackson. Like don't. That shit is going down. Like either Phil Jackson or Kobe Bryant will coach the Lakers. <laughs> All right. Has you he heard it here. Yes. I see Kobe over Phil. You heard it here. I don't think Phil. Kobe, I don't think Kobe wants to coach. It all depends who they can get in free agency. If, if Phil, they can, if, they can, if, if Magic can assemble a roster, Durant? don't get it twisted. No, he's not. Phil Jackson will be right in that motherfucker, sitting yeah, on that sure. high well, chair, winning more championships. Now, now I'm thinking. Now that you're saying this, I've been thinking about like Kobe's been more active lately. Oh so no, totally. and he's oh. at games. And yeah, he's, he's like at games up. and he's talking trash to the Warriors. He's calling Warrior fans fake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, wow! All right, he's more Oscar visible. And now he's just, he's you got that basketball Oscar. <laughs> no, he's, honestly, he is a. Do you see that? Life. Do you see that movie? No, no, no. I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> no, he's honestly he's done a phenomenal job, like going from athlete to professional, like oh, yeah. to being a normal person. Like well, he seems like a smart dude, Kobe. He's he's a very alone. I mean, he's obviously like very isolated. You know, yeah. like he's found a way to operate in the most uncomfortable environment known to mankind and always thrive in it. And he puts himself there. You know, that's like Izzo did that. Like, great guys do that. Yeah. They, they know where, like, okay, everyone else is uncomfortable, but this is where, like, I thrive. And they find a way to get there. Kobe's that way. That's awesome. All right, we'll take uh, another break, and then we'll jump into some NCAA basketball talk. Who the Bulls are going to draft? That's my next question. Too many bears. Bears. All right, welcome back. We're getting into some NCAA talk. Yeah. Uh, We're going to talk about who's the... You know, best player in the draft, who's a consensus number one pick. We have a surprise and that our guest doesn't think who's number one pick. Is. Yeah, so yeah. we all thought he would uh, agree with I us mean, that yeah. Zion's the consensus number one pick. Oh, I'm, go- I'm agreeing with Coach here. Wait, what? All right. Let's, oh, well, let's, right. let's get it. Right. All right. Like RJ, but that's personal. And then, and then who? And then who do the Bulls take if uh, we can uh, get something in the the? Uh, if, we, if you don't get the top. Four. If we don't get the top four, yeah, yeah. which Wait, is abs- which absurd, three, right? No, no, no. I'm saying I'm just. Throwing it out there, I'm so like, what, what, no, 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 no. He's just throwing we're, it out we're, there. We're getting it, but if you don't get it, oh, like, well, well, oh, well, I mean, who should we get? So yeah. basically, we're gonna ask you, uh, Ricardo here, who do you think is the yeah. top pick coming okay. in? This, so what I think is the draft. problem is, is I think what everyone's putting their expectations on is how good last year's draft was. It was yeah. good. It was no, it was phenomenal. Like last year's draft will go down in history as one of the best right. drafts of all time. Like yeah, it had Wendell depth. Like number seven, and he's doing really good. Yeah, that was like the only depth, that was the only like, good thing that happened for the Bulls was yeah. Wendell's really good. You know, he's phenomenal. Like yeah. he would have been the number one pick in this year. Like so many people made bad decisions. So Divincenzo could have he was the seventeenth pick, I think. Oh, yeah, Quality get right. However, if he'd have went back to Villanova, he could have been the number one pick in this year's draft. Mm-hmm. So like to me, when everyone's saying like Zion's Zion's number one because he's a thrill factor, he can go dunk anything. Right. right. However, so we how does that translate in the NBA when it's a three-point shooting league? 
I agree. So, like, to me, the fact that you're cementing someone at number one who has doesn't have value in the NBA game shows you just how bad of a draft it is. Because here's my answer. Who should be number one? I don't know. Like, Bull Bull's not as good as people think. Right. Nazir Little, like, he's good. Not real. Like, he's good, but he's not that dude. Like, right. the only reason you're saying that Zion Williams is that dude is because he can do something that everyone in the world wants to be able to do. They want to be able to jump up so high that you look inside the basket to throw the ball down <laughs> as hard as you possibly can. He can't do that. And he does it at a, an epic level. Yeah. So you, you don't have a consensus number one pick now right now? No, I think it's a bad. I think it's going to be a very so bad where draft. Where do you think he should go? I'm just out of curiosity. He's not. He's got to go to a fit. So I think he's very similar to Draymond Green in Golden State. Draymond Green has made his name because he's been surrounded by shooters that give him space to play. If you're Zion Williams and you go to the Bulls, that's a fucking problem. Like, if you don't have a three-point shooting team, that's right. an issue. Because, as we even know with LeBron, if you don't have space, it's extreme. How's LeBron adapted? He's became a better three-point shooter with a whole bunch of guys that can't shoot. Everyone was saying, oh, he's going to go in the post. No. What he's done is he's spending more time being a human being and, like, making movies and just shoots a lot of threes which is going to make his career longer, make him more valuable, right. Golden State Warriors, and take less wear and tear on his body. I actually agree with Zion would not be necessarily our best. He'd be the worst the pick bl- you could take. Right, because like, we already have a bunch of guys. I mean, while well, he's awesome, we have a bunch of guys that are similar in style and everything. The value have. in the draft is not taking players, so, it's trading so, them. So who, for the Bulls, who would be the best Trade pick? the pick. Get veterans that can make your team better. Trade the pick. So you think they have enough time right now? All they need is a veteran player. Like Wade. I think you got to go L.A. You got to go Lakers at this point. You need to now bring in someone to nurture that talent, right? And LeBron's been very good for the Lakers in a sense of his expectations aren't as high as they were before. But he's, I mean, I'm not a huge I, LeBron fan. I, I will say, but this. I'd like to see him. Nur- he's nurturing people, which right. is different. I'll, I'll say this: the Bulls are the king, and this has been one of my thorns in my side. The Bulls are the king of bringing in players past their prime. So the last thing in the world I want to do is bring in another veteran. No, hold on. You have the number one pick in the NBA draft. You can get Dude. whoever you want. You can go to a bad team and get a superstar. All right, I just want to make sure guy. we're getting like, a superstar. I'm not saying to bring in Dwayne Wade. I'm saying to bring in someone that can change your culture. Like you, We are still in a major market city. So like even yeah. when I was at DePaul, one of the coolest things about being in the Big East is like you're all in major cities. But like there's certain major cities that brands need to be better. Fox Sports One, Nike, Adidas, like So so who's a guy that we would get that that is a star and a leader? I would I would change I, I would I would trade I would do everything I could to get Luka Doncic. Like he's phenomenal. Wow. No. I don't think Dallas is going to do that. No, they, no, they probably wouldn't. They but wouldn't, but you gotta, you got to have enough foresight to look out there and say, okay, I can package up the number one pick, Jabari Parker, who if Boylan can whip into shape because he's held him accountable and yeah. he has all-time high numbers, I can take him and this and then get yeah, that. Yeah, that is true. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. I would someone do, out I would there do need, like Golden, yeah, If you're Golden State – I'll trade someone to get Zion Williams who can roll and dunk everything while we shoot all these threes. Right. Trade but, Clay. But, but that, that's what I'm saying. We would get, like, what? Like, Clay? But Draymond. Clay can Clay you you trade be the Draymond. leader of a team? Yeah, you Draymond. You can say Draymond. You trade Draymond. But and Draymond. I, Now, yeah. for Draymond, that's a bad situation. Draymond's in a perfect... Right. Well, yeah. Those three guys, I don't think people really understand, like... It was like winning the lottery. Like, it was a perfect timing for analytics. People figured out the spacing of the game... And threes mean more than twos, and a guy in the middle who can guard one through five, but really, really pass the ball. Right. Couldn't be a better situation. Right. It's like a Dennis Rodman right there. 
better. But who's yeah. the suit and the score? Yeah. yeah. We just, this, his toughness is, it's, it's insane. Like, who else calls out your best player? Right. Like, right. to uh, a point where other you get team suspended. Is, what Dude. other team are you going to see that on? Right? One thing, like, all right, we always talk about how, you know, would how good would these new age players in the NBA be back in the 90s NBA when it was tough as nails and everything? The one player that clearly translates is Draymond. Draymond would be would be fine. A lot of them, obviously, I think would translate just fine. LeBron would translate fine. Um, I do think. Do you think? I mean, Steph Curry is obviously a talent, but do you think Steph Curry would be Steph Curry with the hand checking and everything else that you? How many kids that come into your company as like this? They're right out of college. Would have survived in your high school. Zero. Then none of these motherfuckers <laughs> would make it in my old day NBA. Yeah. Because there's a level of toughness to it that they don't have. All right, so you're like, in agreement. Of course, Dr- like, Draymond would, though. Yes and no. I just think he's an alpha dog in an era where alpha dog is so unique. They just don't exist. Right, right. right. right yeah. He, like, right. I think it's what I'm Like, he bullies his way, like, verbally through everything. Like, he's just the... Right now, if you really want to survive in this world, you just become extremely confident. Right. And if no one can break that, then they're fucked and you win. <laughs> Pretty simple. <laughs> right? Like, Tom Brady did it for years. Right. There's no Charles Oakley in the NBA right now. Yeah. No. Oak Tree. Xavier McDaniel. Could you imagine <laughs> Steph Curry coming down and doing that bullshit and getting clotheslined by Bill Lambeer? Oh, oh. Yeah. He wouldn't play again. No. No. Agreed. And Bill Lambeer wouldn't even be suspended. Like, it would be applauded. Right. Well, this, and this is what they, they talk about all the time that drives me crazy because, like, Jordan would only be better if he played in this era. You kidding me? Where they couldn't touch him? The Jordan rules? Yeah. Detroit, the, the, the Jordan rules, right? The Jordan rules are... Throw Jordan on the ground every he, time. He drove, put in a every legal time defense. he drove yeah. in the to light. allow athletes, because again, the NBA is entertainment. They want scoring. They put in a legal defense to open up the lane to allow their athletes to show off their athleticism. Now the problem is, is what people started figuring out is, I can have one athlete or one roller that makes you do this, get closer to the basket, and because of defensive three seconds, you cannot stop five guys that can shoot. Right. Like. You just can't do it. Like so, the analytics of the game have caught up to it. Like it's a bad situation because now you don't have a center anymore. Like an athlete's right. not oh, existent. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. you can be Steph Curry and be an all star. Well, well, that's the thing. Like like teams have centers. Like you know, Joel Embiid is real good. There's only a couple teams these days with real but centers. But but those, but those are not the teams that win championships. Well, you can't right? defense of three seconds. You can right. be Joel arms Embiid length in the center, paint. But he never goes in the paint. He's yeah, a center he, that he's, he's not a true center. center. I'm saying no. no even the, the only the true five man at this point is Dwight Howard, and he's done. Like he, I don't think he'll ever play again. He's had a bad situation. Yeah, all the centers these days, it's, it, they're gone. Like shoot three pointers. Yeah, because the Greek yeah. freak of a four. He's a power forward. He's a he's bad a motherfucker. Is what he is. He's awesome. That's what he is. Yeah. He Perfect is exciting. situation. He's exciting, dude. Bucks. He's a fun player. Bucks are on an upturn. Oh, he's Actually, you know who the Bulls could get. They could do a try. They should try to get the dude from New Orleans. Oh, yeah. Anthony Davis. Agree. Anthony Davis. Right. Bring him back to Chicago. Brow. Hey, yeah. Brow, baby. Yeah, He's yeah, awesome. Brow, yeah. I, when's Derrick Rose's contract up? Uh, he might be like on a one year. So, honestly, yeah. if you could bring Derrick Rose, Anthony Davis, keep Jabari, and like, Bill, again, Chicago's all Chicago a very team. prideful city. Yeah, like, <laughs> okay, here's the thing, guys. Jabari frustrates me a little bit. I love Anthony Davis. I think he, he'd be awesome on the Bulls. And my fiance loves Kentucky, so she'd be happy about that. I know from inside information. Oh, um, oh, oh, wait, oh, oh, oh. 
Adrian Wojciechowski over here. Inside information is that even though Anthony Davis is from here, he does not like the cold. He will not come here. Really? Inside they information. They play inside. Nope. He doesn't want to be... I don't, even, I don't even know what that means. Does that mean he's right. in L.A.? I don't think he's going. I don't know where he's going. He's, he's just going not to coming to Chicago, ever. Phoenix. Maybe later in his career, Phoenix. but at least Phoenix isn't even going to be in Phoenix. The, sons, <laughs> the owner said he's selling the team, or says they're moving, well, the, they moving the team. Yeah, they're moving they the team. They, they, won't help, the, yeah. they won't help renovate. This the inside information, by the way, is like as inside as you can possibly get. So he's yeah. not coming here. Like his best friend. It's it's. I mean, you family. can't you can't get in out. Let, let the guy's inside source be his inside source. It wouldn't be an inside source if you pressured him into telling you who it was. All right. I won't, you, you're not gonna tell us on air. Speaking of Kentucky, by the way, uh, it seems like the blue bloods have been cutting down this year in NCAA basketball. Dude's down? I think so. Okay. Well, they're number nine. They've, they've only lost two games. All right. Like, I'm gonna give Tennessee you the I'm gonna give you the AP top ten. Right now, yeah. tell tell me if you agree with this AP top ten. There, it does look like there's a lot of parity in college basketball right now. We're still a little early, I guess, before getting in, obviously, to the tournament. But right now, you got Kansas number one, Duke is two, Tennessee three, Gonzaga's number four, Michigan five, Virginia six, Nevada seven, Auburn eight, Michigan State nine, and Florida State ten. Do you agree or disagree with any of those? I think the whole thing's dumb. I think you people get pre-ranked, so then if they don't lose because they have easy schedules, they can't drop out of the top 25. And then if you're a mid-major like a Loyola or a Nevada, you're, you're going on this gauntlet tour of, like, I can't lose or, like, I'm done. Like, it isn't necessarily fair. Like, I think if people were smart, they would let – in football as well, too. They would allow you to play a couple weeks, and we have enough analytics out there that can actually generate a top 25. You know, that, like – and it's not – it's not the NCAA's method of who was it that was number one in their deal. It was like one of the dumbest, it was one of the stupidest things any group of people have ever put together. Like they came out with their like new ranking system and it was as off base as anything could ever be off base. <laughs> so like, I think there's a way to do it, but I definitely don't think you do it early because I think it always pays dividends to the people that are blue bloods. So um, you're just, you're not gonna pick your uh, good teams until it's closer to tournament time? Or is there, is January, there, how does anyone really know at this point? Right. Like, yeah, with, the, with when people can go pro, when you the transfers are like at an all time high, how can you really judge a team right. before the season starts? Like Kentucky's probably the best example of it. Oh, Reed Travis is going to make this huge difference. Um, guys, there's a reason they didn't win at Stanford. If Reed Travis was the fucking deal yeah. in the Pac-12, they would have won more games. Right. But he's a below-the-rim role player that Kentucky is now trying to turn into Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah. No offense. He can't do that, okay? Like, he's that's not, not feasible. So, like, now you have Quade Green wants to leave. So, like, yeah, I saw that, too. Right? Like, there's some... My fiancé is pretty upset about that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look at this. You have Villanova, who had Quinterly Instagram message. This is why this was my second choice. Because he's not playing. That happened last night after the game. I, I so, like, you have quite a – I mean, it's just the whole, like – number one, social media has turned into a, an insane thing with the amount of information that gets out when. Yep. But more importantly, like, you're going to see worse teams get better in college basketball. So, like, the Furmans isn't a surprise. Yeah, the Furmans in top 25. Like, Tennessee's not a surprise. Tennessee's not a surprise. Like, I like Rick Barr a lot, honestly. Like, uh, you can get better quick with the transfer market. Yeah. Actually, like – 
not to like upset anyone, but like one of the guys I kind of wanted to add DePaul because I went to DePaul like was the guy who's at the batter right now, Musselman. He was oh. like, he was assistant coach at, at uh, Arizona State. Like man, that guy like his dad coached in the NBA. This guy would be a perfect coach here. Fucking, he turned around Nevada and now they're in the top five. I mean, Nevada's been good for like what yeah. three, four, five, no, no, four no. years now. This is second year. Second year. Second but year. they were Nevada's been good in but the past. He's, he's been, yeah. Is that, is that who Loyola beat? Yeah. Oh, no, uh, last year. Last, in the, year. In the, in the last year, right? No, Eric Musselman's done a phenomenal job. He's done yeah. a like the one thing that he brings. If you follow him on social media, yeah, it's like the Miles guy, at Nebraska. He brings passion. Like he, he engages does, yeah. fan bases right now. No, I, I love him. Like honestly, you can see my Twitter account from like four years ago. I'm like, I'm not gonna do that. Like, <laughs> That's a lot of effort. Like, yeah, uh, dude. This whole hold on. Thing. Let me oh, scroll you your Twitter account from four years ago. You should screenshot that shit. You look four years ago. Screenshot it. I was like this passionate ex DePaul basketball player buying Cation or Cashin. I don't know how you pronounce it, but like, I'm like, dude, we need Eric Musselman. Eric Musselman. And, uh, I mean, what's crazy is if you look like at no one knew him at the time, honestly. Like in Arizona, oh, maybe. people knew. Eric. Even knew he him. used to be like, an NBA coach. But like, how did he end up in Nevada instead of like some Big East fucking conference? You know, like, or Illinois. That's what I'm upset about. Or like anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Illinois. Like, he ended up in. He ended up in, in Illinois. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're an Illinois fan. We ended up in Nevada because no one else. He came from the NBA. Yeah. He was known as a backstabber, like in the NBA. Oh, well, like see, that's I, what I he was like known that, as. Yeah. But. His mind has never been questioned when it comes to the game of basketball. So someone at a mid to low gave him the opportunity and his passion, PJ Fleck, his passion and energy like right. blew it out of the water. So like what he's done a great job of doing is he's recruited better than his level because he believes in himself that much. He doesn't believe in Nevada. He believes in Eric Musselman. He believes in his goals and his mission. And now other guys are attracted to that, like the Martin Twins. Like yep. coming from NC Dylan State. Martin, like yeah. Speaking of the Martin Twins, where did they go in the draft? Like I Caleb, mean, Caleb like, they, you got to go some. Like, you'd have to think they're in the first round. Yeah, I mean, they're a modern day NBA player. Top ten. I just think Lottery the draft picks? sucks so bad. Yeah. I think you're gonna go with younger over older. They okay. couldn't handle all the regular fundamental basketball from Loyola, man. Well, yeah. you, <laughs> honestly, Loyola's team last year was so much different. Oh well, yeah, let's talk about like let's <laughs> talk about local college hoops like Loyola. What's what's wrong with them this year? I don't think there's anything wrong. I think they're. I think. They're going to be fine in conference play. They have the schedule. Yeah, they have to so play too, is like different. They've gotten off a slow start, though. Well, yeah, because one, they're getting, they're getting everyone's best shot, right? And the That's stability true. isn't there anymore. Like you don't have veterans, so you're trying to introduce people into a very hectic environment, but expectations are at like a feverish pitch, which really isn't fair for any of them. Loyola's biggest problem is they defend too well. Like if you watch Loyola play on offense. Dude will come off a ball screen and he'll pull back because that's how they guard ball screens every day in practice. And the d- defense in the game is backing up. They're not doing it. Yeah. But like they're so like ingrained of how they're gonna guard another team. That's why the scores are so low. That like it's really not fair to when they get into conference play, they are going to fuck people up. Like, because it's easy for them. Like that's it's not the Bruno kid from Maryland. Like they're gonna kill him. Take the under on Loyola. Oh, or any Wisconsin. <laughs> oh, Wisconsin. Yeah, Virginia. Yeah. Fundamental like Virginia basketball. Loyola, yeah. Give it seven to four. <laughs> that's that's like a great game. No matter how low the under is, take what the about, under. What about other like uh, local teams that's killing you? Like Northwestern's been doing really well. No, 
Uh, Chris Collins is a great Collins, coach. Yeah, yeah like, and they have a lot of veteran leadership right there. Blake Law is doing pretty. And good. they've won before. Yeah, exactly. you know, there's something to be said for that. Like when you can fall back on the fact that you've won. Yeah, that's where I think Loyola will be okay because they do have those three guys that have won. That sooner or later you foul like. How do you think they'll do in the Big Ten conference? Northwestern. Yeah, Northwestern. Yeah. Michigan's going to be tough to beat. I, I think. mean, I think yeah, Michigan's yeah. the best. Michigan's in, the my, best. in my personal opinion, I don't know if there's a better, I would call a more complete team, team than Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they really are. They have, they have everything. Like, and Beeline's doing a great job. Like, credit to him. He turned over defense, you know, and he's always been an offensive coach, but they're making their name for defending people. Like, right. he's evolved. Yeah, they have a really good team. I, I don't think Northwestern will be very good in the Big Ten. Okay. Uh, now what, that they're bad, yeah. what, I just what, do you, what do you think more. is more important, like in the tournament in terms of a team? Um, being able to just, adjust. Just pure long. Being able to adjust. Being able to adjust. The most important thing in the NCAA. So, so would you say having more like veterans, veterans being like three-year players, or you're saying just having pure talent? Not necessarily. Like being able to adjust might mean like you have a freshman who doesn't know any better, who's playing out of his mind, and you keep playing him. Right. You know, like, so what stopped us at Xavier from ever going to a Final Four is we were a do-what-we-do program. If we got into a game and it wasn't working, we would keep doing it because that's what that's how we've been successful in most games. We're going to win 90% that way, but to get to a Final Four, sooner or later you got to be able to be in the tournament and say, hey, this ball stream defense isn't working. We right. got And Chris Mack did a great job of introducing the one three one later on and try to have something to make people adjust. I think that's the most important thing is you can't get lost in your program. You right. gotta be able to step back and then be an NBA coach. Like what do I need to do to win this game? Right. He might be an asshole, he might be doing this, but, but I'm playing year, Auburn. Yeah. He's my best option to get a fucking rebound. Get do. your fucking ass out there. Yeah, because it's it. survive in advance, right? Yeah. Like you're truly yeah. in the moment of like if you lose, you're done. Yeah. Well you can't tell your kids that and then coach a different way. That's true. Uh, and I had to ask for HVACs, uh, uh, for HVAC because he's a big Illini fan, but like, what are they going to turn around? Like, I mean, I like the clothes down there. I don't know when they're going to turn around, yeah. but I hope it's in my lifetime here because I mean, like, it's been a long time. They're, they're playing hard, but they're losing the games, honestly. Like, they know, just, they're just not getting the recruits. Really, really Look, Northwestern's built a bo- good program yeah. for both basketball and football, right? There's no reason that the Illini shouldn't have something similar or comparable, but they just haven't been able I like to the do new it. Coach, I, think that he will I don't mind the new yeah. coach. It's just it's been a culture of losing for about 15 years. I'm, that's too long, a decade. <laughs> you just you need someone to come in and create a spark, and create do something. And the problem is now now since we've been bad for so long, everyone expects oh let's get this guy. Well, it'll, it'll turn around right away. It's not going to happen. It kind of goes back to what we talked about with Car and Pax. Was Bruce Weber really that bad of an option? No, I oh, thought he, he was. I thought he was a great coach. He just the problem is he couldn't recruit like Bill Self could, who's probably one of the better recruiters at that time. <laughs> oh yeah, obviously. And so yeah. like you know, that's the FBI, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Cheating probably. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying. I'm just saying like Bill Self has always gotten guys. That's he's I mean. always gotten guys everywhere he's gone, and he's always had that reputation. When I, I was on campus when he was there, and uh, he did not have the best reputation. Well, no, the hard but thing people about, loved him, right, because he won. So The hard thing about the Illinois job, very similar to me being at DePaul, was when you're recruiting the city of Chicago, what you expect and what you need is you need a lifeline of talent where the 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th, 13th, like back in the day, 
you could get the 25th best player in Chicago and you were getting a good basketball player. Where now you might get the fourth and they suck. Yeah. Urban sprawl is real, you know, like, so you have to adjust with that. Like, you got to be able to find talent and then the city has to support it. And I think that's one of the biggest things. I think there's this misnomer. And again, Chicago talent is different. It's good, it's gritty, it's tough, but you got to be able to go out now and recruit nationally. Like, right. you got to be able to go out and yeah. get guys everywhere. And the hard thing about Illinois is, does that is that a national attraction? And I right. would say no. Right? Like, yeah, it's not a national program. Back in the so. day, though, when you were Bill South and you were bringing in D Brown, when you're bringing in local talent that was good, in, like Luther you didn't had, have to I be mean, a national Luther attraction. Had, yeah, like Luther had Luther was from Mr. Texas. Basketball. Yeah, but you, what, uh, um, he Luther, was from Texas, right? Or no? Uh, oh, D Brown, uh, D- Darren Williams. Darren Williams from, from Texas. Texas. Yeah. So Luther had was from Chicago, but you but could go was, get the best players in Chicago or the surrounding and win a national championship or compete for one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's the case anymore. No, and I, and I think everyone that's an Illini fan is their expectations sky high. It's just, it's never going to get there, I think, again. That's why losing in 2005, which brings better off very less painful tailing. years. Okay, painful I, I will say this, as, uh, as also an Illini right, fan. Yeah. Um, my expectation, I was mad we lost, but my thought process was like, okay, we lost, but we proved to people we can get to the big stage. Yeah. And my thought process was, like, that would start a momentum where, like, kids would start being like, oh, yeah, okay, I'll play at Illinois. Oh, not and, me. You can ask like, my friends. I was distraught. That was, that was like, like, I'm like, this no, is it. Looking, my lifetime. I was looking big picture of, like, oh, people would look at that program and say, yeah, you're Big Ten. You can make it to the finals. That might be an option for me. I think that and was the that, problem. That was more of the disappointment was that people – Suddenly, didn't do that. Like I thought we would be able to recruit. Hey, Bruce Weber couldn't like recruit better. Yeah, like, take advantage. But of that's that. the problem. Everyone had sky high expectations, and listen, twenty-four <laughs> year old me knew that was it, man. Yeah. That's it for my lifetime. Honestly, the, the best thing to ever do is tie yourself to lineage. So you're better off to let Bruce Weber sit around and lose, but at least he can tie himself to lineage to be able to one day get back there. Where if you're bringing in someone fresh who's trying to make that up. You're trying to sell a fake dream, and that's not good. Right, and and then like, they're just going to cut bait to, to another. No, like think about who says yes right? to you. I always used to say this to the coaches that I work for. It's all natural selection. If we're at Xavier, or if I'm at Michigan State or Missouri, and a kid chooses Ball State over that school, well, that's natural selection. They make bad decisions. That's the same kid you're going to get that really didn't want to be there. That I can't handle this pressure, and then transfers. Right. So right. like it all works out. Like, but if you get so caught up in the like numbers of it, it can drive you crazy. Yeah. So Illinois, like I think the best thing you do, you tie Memphis. I mean, is there a better example of tying yourself to lineage oh, yeah. than that? I mean, he's going to bring in the number one recruiting class yeah, in the yeah, country. Right. You know, like I was down there. I interviewed with Penny. We're close. Like the thing about Penny that's been great. He has opened his mind up to knowing that, like, okay, this isn't the NBA. I used to coach high school, and I need some help. Yeah. You know, and like. He's getting better. Like the dude actually can really, really coach. He's a great recruiter. Yeah, I mean, there isn't a better ambassador too, right? of the like. He plays high school too. For right? sure, I mean, and he loves college. the university. Yeah. yeah. So like, tie yourself to lineage. So he's Michigan into football. Memphis. Is there a better example of lineage? Like Jim Harbaugh. Like. Yeah. Who does who does uh, before we get off? Like who does DePaul? Frank Tiener. For lineage with DePaul. Yeah. <laughs> 
I don't, I don't want Mark McGuire. I don't want a Mark McGuire, honestly. <laughs> honestly, like, I don't know if I can answer. I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna right. to I'm gonna plead the fifth. Yeah, I'll, 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 <laughs> that's like a But I would say Illinois, yeah. a great a great person, D. Brown. D. Brown. That's Phenomenal. Like, he's at UIC right now. Phenomenal. Yeah, I know. That's that's High he's energy, got, great dude. He's getting the experience, great. I think, at UIC. Yep. And yep. I think hopefully I, uh, that yeah. U of I Him and Trent Frazier, who used to play there, too. Like, Trent Frazier's a great Listen, as an Illini fan, that'd be kind of cool to see D. Brown. There you go, U of I. We figured it out for you. So <laughs> yeah. You oh, no. act. The, the guy they have right now is he's he's good. He's really he's good. good. Yeah. Underwood has a great philosophy. It's just getting guys to buy into playing that way. It's Absolutely. Kansas State. It's South Carolina. Like they're, they're different. Yep. Yeah, they're different. Cool. Right. Let's take break. another break. You're listening to Pass the Mic. I'm very important. Uh, I have many leather-bound books. And With Nucci Quasi Digits. All right, and we're back. We're going to HVAC's Hot Topics. Hot, hot Topics. topics. Hot Topics. <laughs> HVAC's Hot Topics. All right. Uh, All right. Uh, how about the baseball hot stove? Not so much of a hot stove right now, but uh, Jay Happ is uh, resigning with the Yankees. Jay Happ. Jay Happ. Stop bringing up Toronto. Stop bringing up Toronto. Yeah. Oh God. Views from the six. Cold stove. Not much happening. This is this is how you know it's a lukewarm stove. In other recent news, Drake made a new song. Went to the Yankees. The outfielder. Yeah, he signed yeah, it with, he signed uh, with Philly. 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 Yeah. With Philly. Does it take him out of Bryce Harper? No. Why not? Because they have money. The White Sox are signing Bryce Harper. So, okay. So, how about that? Um, The White Sox being rumored as the top three, top four finalists. Are you pumped? Because here, here, I'll tell you this. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Come on. Okay. Come on. He's a Cub fan. I'm a White Sox fan, just to give you perspective. They're going to sign, I believe, and I'm not I'm not either a Cub fan or a White Sox fan. Toronto. Toronto fan. He's a Blue Jays fan. I think Harper's going to the White Sox because here's the thing. Get out. Here's the thing. He can go to the White Sox. I don't even want Harper. Yeah, right. I don't want No, I don't want Harper. I don't want Harper, man. Baseball is clearly a sport where you don't need big, big names. No, you need steroids. <laughs> well, Al, you need plenty they of need steroids. To, they need to do an ex MLB and let them everyone juice. Oh, that would be fantastic. Metal bats. Just turn that every Cork, time you touch a base. By Vince no, if you touch a base, just you get a point. Metal like, bats and juice. That'd be awesome. You have to be builders bigger going, stadiums. The White Sox, I think, Not are, really. are going to be are a couple of years, <laughs> maybe a year or two away from being really good. Harper would be a nice centerpiece to that team, being a, a vet. So I think he and goes. And bring up Eloy Jimenez. Be yeah, I think awesome. I think Harper Eloy, Harper's Eloy, overrated. Here, here's the problem. Here's the problem. Oh, oh wait, wait. Here's the problem. Dude, look, at, look at the Boston Red Sox, so man. Here's the problem. Name, like, name other name other than Mookie Mets. Mookie Betts. Name one real star on once that team. Once they know they can't get their guy, they get like all David Price. They shit on him. They shit on him. That's all. That's all Cup fans. I wish people could see your passion about Chicago. Seriously, your veins pop out of your hat. Like no one. Like this. That's the city. It's the greatest thing about Chicago. It is. This is my problem. I will say this: This is my problem with Cup fans. 
is when David Price went to Toronto, every Cub fan yeah, that I saw, him. they were like, oh, guess what? He's just trying out for Chicago. He'll be a Cub next year. And then what happened? He went to Boston. And now everyone's like, oh, well, Bryce Harper's going to go to the Cubs because he said he liked to play for the Cubs. And now that he's not going there, everyone's like, oh, we don't, we don't need him. He's no yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. We don't need him. What's wrong with throwing shade on people, bro? No, that's, just, no, that's my issue. You got to disrespect before you just, get respect, man. Boom. That's <laughs> there it is. That's there it, it is. is. That's facts. <laughs> Hashtag facts. Hashtag facts. <laughs> All right. So obviously we'll know in a couple of months what's going to happen here. A couple uh, months. Hey, things are things are going to take too much time. So wait, 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 we're moving on. Right we're right. moving on. Who, who are the Cubs going after? Because I, I don't know. Harper is not... Honestly, they don't need to go to anyone. Know. They need to clean up the traffic problem because I live right by there and I can't get to my fucking house. <laughs> so if the aldermen can clean that shit up, then they can get whoever the fuck they want. But until that happens, that fuck them. Tunny, What's this right? tunny? No, it sucks. Tunny, right? hey, like, give me a pass or something. Like, try to get to my house. I get blocked off. Like, I had to drive up on a sidewalk. Like, fix Shout that out shit. Alderman Tunny. Yeah, fix you, you that you shit. You ride a bicycle, man. I have a car. Hey, nobody wants to ride a bicycle. I have a car. I have a car and I have a goddamn garage. Let me get to my fucking house. He did garage. I do have a Divi pass though. But seriously, what's what's happening with the Cubs in the offseason? I'm just they're wait, rebuilding wait, they're the stadium. Yeah, bench coach went to Baltimore. Right. This, right, yeah. this team's been one of the best teams in the last couple of years. Whatever they do is going to be fine. The right. Way, They'll figure it out. This, they don't need is, to do. They yeah, don't need to do the, wholesale changes. This is the one team in Chicago where I do trust management. I trust Theo. I trust. Okay, I'll give you. Yeah, because they won a championship in your lifetime. Of course you should. (laughs) Fast. Yeah, like that'll give you trust. I agree. Yeah, I trust them. I trust that they're going to make a smart decision. They might get some dude I've never heard of before, but I'll give that guy a shot because you know what? They're smarter than me. So why didn't Chris Bryant resign or sign for the extension they offered him? Because he's leaving. That's a great question. But why? Like he's my favorite cub, by the way. Like so, that's a Chris Bryant. I think him and Baez. I think their egos are going to play into them. Not well, Baez is phenomenal. Chris Bryant's also phenomenal. Um, no, Baez, is, but like, so he's he makes plays, dude. He's a, like homeboy. He's makes unbelievable. Like, anytime there's Exciting. an opportunity, like if there's an opportunity where you're like, we need a play, I, it's, it's it's wild how many times it ends up being him. It's oh, just weird how like the moment finds him. Finds him every time. Yeah, but Chris types, Bryant's a bad dude now. Like that's a. So it's like anything. What does that come down to? That comes down to coaching. That's where Phil Jackson was the greatest. He got people who didn't get along to play together. Like, he created inner turmoil to make them coexist. Here's the problem with the Cubs, and I'll actually give Quasi credit here, is that we've created such a good farm system that we have so many the problem good with your, players. The Cubs is the manager we have doesn't know we, have, we, have, people. we have so many so good, <laughs> good uh Field and role players. Like we don't have enough good pitching. We have so many, so much talent. You don't have that George Washington. They have to play more consistently. You don't have George Washington. That's, this has been my biggest issue with the Cubs. Is like there are so many people and they're all very good. Right. That the lineup constantly changes because you need to give those people. We should trade. We should trade some of. Like we should trade some of those guys for pitching because pitching wins World Series. You need to get a better. You need to. You need to get Jim Boylan. <laughs> you, like the push up, push ups, well, no, Chris. Like what they need right now more than anything is you have to be able to control talent. You have to be able to get them to get along, and the best way to do that is to get them to not believe in leadership or band together against that. Because they have a ton of talent, but like right now they have so much talent, they have a loosey goosey manager that the brains of the talent supersedes the brains of the management, and that's never good. 
I just think we I don't have enough pitching. This, I have been on this, like... Pitching's uh, confidence. I've been on this soapbox of, like, <laughs> there's... Yes. If you look at, like, any any lineup, right, of, with the Cubs, it's like, okay, who's going to play second? Well, you have Baez before he became bad. You had Russell. You had Zorvis. You have all these guys. It's like, trade some of these guys and get well, the... No, no, you don't have to trade anyone. You have to define reality of them and their role. And for this next two years, this is what you're going. Like, like even Bodie. I think Brad Stevens is going through it right now in yeah, Boston. He is. There is. There is something to be said for the fact that at times you can't have too much talent. But I, but I think they had. Yeah, too I many, think that's what we have. That's the thing, the I think you looked at that. So how do you? But you looked at that team and you said, so "Hey, trade we, need, we need a no, pitcher." No. You you looked at that team. And we were like, "We need a starting pitcher." And we I have, have a great story. Talent. I have a great story for you guys. I'm in the Big East ta- Championship, okay, and Providence is playing with uh, Bryce Cotton. And I was very fortunate enough because I was scouting the game just for the NCAA tournament, and I sat next to John Thompson Sr. And we were sitting there, and, like, as coaches, we were talking. And it was in between, like, he was doing radio, and, like, there was, there was a Sports Illustrated guy next to us that he motherfucked later on for trying to get into our conversation, but that's not the point of the story. The point of the story was I, I, I compared Bryce Cotton in my scouting reports to Allen Iverson. And when I said that to Coach, he looked at me and he was like, listen, the thing about Allen Iverson that was great is that you had to go chase that motherfucker around. He could be in Virginia. He could be – but, like, I would much rather tame a wild horse than try to revive a corpse. So I say that because of talent. If you're going to have a talent-laden team, what you need is a drill. There's not a better example than Duke. Why did Duke beat the fuck out of Kentucky? Coach K is a drill sergeant. So the day that you get there from the day that you leave, it's very transparent who the fuck you're going to be and what the fuck you're going to do. That isn't Kentucky. Cal is a personalities guy. He's a big blue madness. That matters. Rah, rah. Let's bring in fucking... uh, Drake, like yeah. it's more about the rah rah, and then he gets you yeah. to play for him that way. So like my point is, is when friend. you when you want to get talent to succeed, <laughs> you don't bring in a loose dude. You bring it's in a like guy that like whips right. him into shape, and then says, "Okay, I don't have to revive a corpse. I know you have it. I'm just going to take the reins off and let you go." Hmm. But do you think? I think that's a good point. But do you think it's like, a great point? The Cubs, the Cubs. <laughs> so, clearly, so, so wait. Had holes, holes so he no. He say he say he's saying that so the Cubs manager is a guy that's doing a sixth grade fucking science project, and when fucking smoke goes up, he's like, oh my god, it worked. Like he's a fucking kook. He's a kook. He does shit that like. And like that is the fault. And the reason it worked. He, they created totally a good, he created State. a good environment for the players. It works where people don't expect it. When everyone knows you're going to be a fucking idiot, they know you're going to be a fucking idiot. But when you're in an environment whenever he's like, there's no way that you're going to fucking do an onside on the first kick and you do it, and it's the first time you ever did, you're a genius. On 35th try, you're like, who the fuck is this retard? <laughs> <laughs> that's true, that's true. And that's what you he's got caught up in. Well, I think there's a reason why his contract hasn't been extended yet, right? Yeah, he's going to play out his year here, and I think the Cubs they, are They were just team. talking about it today. Joe Mann. Like no, Joe Mann, Joe Mann's like, I understand it. I'm not insulted or whatever. I understand this is business that we have to go back around and talk about it again. The one thing that I'll give Joe Mann is that we did have a young team, and he did seem to, especially on all our runs, get those guys to have camaraderie and team spirit and everything and I play together as a team, which which is important. As you've said before, uh, you know, 
uh, team spirit and everything and playing as a team does matter. It's very important. Perf- yeah, perfect so manager. That's what he's good at. For Ma- managing a baseball game, he he drives me fucking insane. But I hey, thought I thought I was going to break my TV game 7 in the World Series. I'm like this is the game the manager oh, oh, lost. You're perfect, missing the whole point, Austin. Perfect manager for pe- talent that was between 20 and 26 years old. Now, I think now that this talent is getting older, but you, you need someone to put them back in their the place. The top talent didn't get along. So like that's great, but the speed of the leader is the speed of the game. If Brian and Diaz can't get along, it doesn't matter if, like, he hawing the fuck around gang can. So, like, your job as a manager is to be able to get the top talent to be able to coexist. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. Everyone else will find their role. But if you're worried about having he hawing the fuck around gang find their role, well, then you're really missing the fucking big picture. So you're saying that he was a good coach. I don't know about him. I'm just saying in general. You're saying he was a good coach to get us here, but then you need an actual more of a general to continue the success. I think people want to pay, play for the Cubs now. You think they do people or do People want not? to play for the oh, Cubs. Oh, they do. You can get more talent. Oh, yeah. Oh, they do for sure. So it's different. Like, So one of my things is I always think you have to know the situation that you're in. I've been in coaching situations where your job, you might have not had as good of talent, so in turn, you had to make them think they were better than they really were. Yet, when you have talent, you actually have to make them think they're not as good as they really are to get them to coexist. Right. I don't think he balances that well. So like, there's been certain situations where we knew we were great. Okay, well, I can't let them know they're great because right. they're not going to work as hard. Like, right? like, like divas I, and everything. Yeah. But then there's also been times where I'm like, holy fuck, like I'm undermanned. There's water coming in everywhere, and I'm trying to survive. Well, you better make those people believe that they can, or you have no chance. Right. And that's where I think he struggles. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Cool. Next hot topic. Well, just so. We still got a couple months before baseball season starts. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll get even more debated. Get the parking figured out. Get the parking figured out. Got a couple. Let's get the parking situation figured out. Number one. All right. Seattle. Seattle. Gets an NHL team. How the fuck did they get an NHL team? Right. Because, an NBA team? Because the NHL... It's cold there. It, the Seattle NHL... doesn't need an NHL No, no, here's the thing. NHL doesn't need to expand. They need a basketball NHL team. NHL doesn't need to expand. No, but the NHL doesn't No, they don't. That's true. But they are smart enough to expand to places that need... Hold on. However, let's get, don't, don't, don't ever forget this. They expanded... And the Knights almost won the Stanley right. Cup. Like, that's the thing. The, the NHL is smart enough to expand to places that want sports franchise. How long have we talked about a sports franchise? One sports franchise, franchise or is willing to pay how the franchise fees to the owners? How many people in Seattle want to watch wait, wait, hockey? How long have we... T- I would say... I was in Seattle last week, and they were not talking about a hockey I team. No. Because they, they all go to Vancouver. <laughs> They all go right across the border. Honestly, it's one of the greatest places on the planet. It's, it's beautiful. It's awesome. It's how, beautiful. Yeah. Fuck how, they'd it's rather awesome. have a basketball team wait, wait. than an NHL how, team. Stop how, with the basketball team and the yeah. NHL team. About? They, they want a basketball team. team. They do. Okay. There's okay. all these signs about yeah, yeah. Bring around Seattle. Yeah. Hold on. There's a lot of signs that say we want Trump out, too. I got one at my house. I listen to all the signs. How long have we talked about a major sports franchise being in Vegas? For years, and no one did it, and the NHL was like, "We're gonna do it," and they did it. We talk about major sports franchise being the well, city. Dude, that's 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 because that's because no, that's because you can yeah, gamble, dude. Like, fans at the game were literally chanting the over, the over. They're going for gambling. Honestly, yeah, it was one of the greatest sports bets of all time. 
because it was the first time in history that you contended with people having to deal with a really high energy environment the night before a game, which gave them a huge home ice advantage. <laughs> yeah. So, like, if there's ever a basketball team that goes to Vegas, you'd be an idiot not to bet on the Vegas basketball team every game to cover because, like, those other dudes go out there and turn the fuck up. They can't compete. No, seriously. Oh, slamming Vegas Raiders. But if you live in Vegas, Vegas what do you Raiders. do? But if you're in Vegas, well, what do you, you go home and you go to bed. Like, yeah, it's right. like, what's this yeah. dumb shit? Like, like, yeah. It's like the NHL was like, this is, they looked at it and they're like, people want a team here. Yeah, okay, Seattle Why wants a team. No, they need to do esports in, in Seattle. It's more of that, like, so the West Coast vibe is more like, obviously, tack. Like, do esports out there. I think, I think though, they're looking at Seattle. Dude, hockey sucks. Hockey sucks. <laughs> I agree. Hockey, <laughs> and I love the, I love the Red Wings. Like, I grew up, hockey really, like, at the end of the day, like so, you're telling. Yeah, hold on, you play it. But I, I take that. Hold commission. on, you missed the Bears game to play, so I get it. I, hold on, I'm talking to a lover of hockey, but right. let's just look at it from. An, oh, I know, I understand, but, but look I at it. I blame the commissioner because he does a poor job. I've seen that commissioner. It's because you, they take the money. People don't man. like to be cold. It's a bigger issue than that. Like no one's trying to pay to go be fucking cold. Like I live in Chicago. I want to get out of here in the fucking winter, right? Like everyone bitch about cold. Like so, you're playing in a sport that no one wants to be cold. The commissioner has nothing to do with it. It just fucking sucks. No, it's low scoring and it's cold. People want high pace, hot fucking bitches like bikinis <laughs> like that's what they want you know what i mean so like bring back the honey bears loose and honey bears it's like it worked but I, Dude, I, don't know. I, I, I first I thing that happened when mccaskey's gone i was i'm more honey bears i'm more surprised that they went to seattle obviously more people want them to go to a canadian city because they they're expand. Canadian. i don't know why they were expanding because I think they looked at Vegas. They didn't need to expand, They looked though. at Vegas. Vegas made a lot of money, did really dude, well in their first year. They got lucky. Dude, dude, Vegas yeah. got lucky. Dude, That's but, Pross. But, 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 but Vegas they expanded is, because they the fr- the owners paid the franchise fees to the board of, go- of owners. Yeah. It's I fucking mean, money, guys. It is it's money. fucking money. And, and are they going to make money like that in like, Seattle? Like calculations to say this is a great investment. Yeah. And, 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 and I, I understand the Seattle Vegas team, but you think the Seattle team is going to make money like the Vegas team? I am no. a little surprised that they I'll went to Seattle only because of their proximity to Vancouver. Honestly. And Vancouver already having a team. But the other thing. Vancouver, maybe, maybe, maybe because of Vancouver. Maybe because of Vancouver. It could also be an interest group that's like building the stadium to house hockey and, and basketball. basketball. Right. So it could be well, an interesting group of like, hey, we're going to build play. this. A long play, yeah. yeah. Sam's already built too, right? So like the, like they've been in play for a while for an NBA franchise. They'll get the next one for sure, yeah. right? Like yeah. if, like if who was it that they said they wanted to leave? Phoenix. Uh, Phoenix, uh, yeah. Phoenix, Phoenix uh, has said, owner has threatened they to move. They're going to either Seattle or Vegas. That, the here. two places the NHL went because they looked Seattle Suns. This is where we want Here's what the NHL needs to do. Arizona needs to get the fuck out of Arizona. Move to <laughs> Quebec City. There should be no team in Fort Lauderdale. Why the fuck are the Florida They gotta go back there? to the original six. Like, like, <laughs> load them up and play. More, you gotta have more than the original six, but yeah. You I don't know go. if you do, honestly. You gotta go. You gotta yeah, go. Yeah, Some of those really? teams. Yeah, yeah. Do you really have those teams? I think you do because I think Toronto has been good in a long time. If you look at Toronto's second best player is Austin Matthews. That dude was born in Arizona and played yeah. hockey in Arizona. So I think the the potential's there. I don't think they capitalize on it. So I honestly think so they... The, the, the biggest that's story in sports right now is right? Um, like super teams, right? Mm. Yep. So you can make just six super teams and have them compete and everyone watch. And Tiger versus Phil. 
you took the two things, like let's take the two best players and put them in that environment. So let's just do this. Let's take all the hockey players that no one really wants to see and eliminate them and get a super six and just let them compete. I have I, one of my biggest issues. <laughs> I'm fine with one of, it. One of my biggest issues with the NHL is a salary gap. I think you need a You have to have one because you can't make any money. No, no, no. But you have the salary cap because there's no fucking money because no I, one wants to watch that but shit. But I think the salary cap... <laughs> they tried to put a light in the goddamn puck and it didn't work. <laughs> the streak. But That's think, gotta be one of the worst ideas of all time. But I think the problem is time. you have big city, mark, like big city teams like Chicago, New York, Boston. They don't need a salary cap. They need to be the cities people hate. The problem so is... that way... The problem is you have a low The problem is the sport. other franchises I, but are I think not... if you had a hated team, like it builds that like of... No, but those you know, other- like like other team other sports have a team we hate. Right, everyone kind of on some level hates the Yankees. Whoa. Hold, yeah, hold that, on, that this is not, not, not Americans. No, no, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the sport better, and I think that's yeah, I my no. problem with the salary cap. But then the- hockey is so strict that. A team can't compete year after year. It's so, like, hold on. They listen. become so good at maximizing profit that you don't like them. Uh, Across the board. Because that's really what they put it in for. I think, I think, but that's, I don't think that's what, in the NHL, I don't think that's what they do. But as a, you I don't, don't think they're I, making money? No, How are they expanding? I think they make, you, my problem with the NHL is I think. I think they, they made a good the, move on the expansion to Vegas. Yes. And that was a, a good calculated decision. I think they were so impressed with themselves by how well the Golden Knights did and, and making that, that they were like, let's do this again and make even right. more money. And, and they're they going to go to Seattle. And, and, and Seattle. And I'm actually just not sure about it. Like, so you watch hockey on a regular basis? I watch, yeah. I would say I watch it. So on a seven, a week of seven days, how many days, how many hockey games do you actually participate in? Like watching? Watching probably two or three. And you'd say you're a, a fan, like you like hockey. I mean, I watch. Yeah, I he's watch definitely hockey. a hockey. Team, Great, team, cool. How watch. about yourself? Like, obviously, you like a black. You love Blackhawks. So, like, how much oh. do you watch hockey a week? No, no, no. I'm very clear that I started watching hockey in 2010 <laughs> when the Blackhawks were good. So you're a front runner, but it's okay. I'm a front runner. Now, how much hockey do I watch? I probably will catch one Blackhawks game a week. Okay. Lifelong fan. So how many do you so, watch a week? So probably about two or three. <laughs> I gave up on hockey. Now, hold on, how many games are a week? About two or three. Okay, so you watch yeah, every game. Yeah. Um, yeah. How about yourself? Uh, honestly, like 1982 when the Blackhawks were at their peak. I didn't ask that. Today, this yeah. week, how many fucking Blackhawks yeah. games are you going to watch? None. Yeah. So at the end of the day, like as lifelong fans, we have five games getting watched a week in with five people in the room. Like that's not good. Mar- like that's not what you want. Like. But I think that's marketing. I think that there. I think there's a chance to make it a bigger. A, you're never gonna. You're Listen, never gonna beat football. You're I got a puppy this week and he eats his poop and I couldn't get a lot of people to watch that. Play. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can get the number four spot and cement yourself as the number four sport, and that's fine. You're not gonna. The get The number the four sport right now is the Kardashians. I, but I think there is a or UFC, right? There's potential yeah. to be up there because, like, look at what ten years ago. UFC, uh, those things weren't the big thing, but but they became the big ah, thing. Ah, so two different. Well, you know, hold on. You know the biggest difference is UFC promotes violence, and, and the NHL has kind of eliminated. Like if you want to get NHL popular again, it's not a hard formula. Fight. Let people fight. Yeah. That's what everyone wants to see. That's how you have rivalries. That's why people like each other. Do you realize back in the day in the NHL, hold on, back in the day in the NHL, 
they would drop the puck. No one would touch it. They would drop gloves, and people would just start punching each other. Also, like Red say, Wings and like, like Hawks. Game, like, that's how they used to start the game. I know, but that's what that's what that's, I'm saying. Is the that's my favorite you, player of the you, Hawks. You, you switch from marketing yeah. of like, this is what it, we are. Hold on, they like, market? Oh, we're trying to be. A I haven't seen an thing. NHL market like. What's their? I haven't seen an NHL commercial, or like I honestly maybe four years. But see, but that's my issue. Is they, they What's your are, issue? Because you like hockey. No, but I think for me yeah, it's been great. Up, <laughs> well, the Blackhawks marketing were. is all over Chicago, especially yep. after they won. What they yeah, were to NHL be something. Oh, just not just in general. Here's like a non-hockey example. Like, and this, I'm gonna go to wrestling now. Yep. Like growing up, the WWE was all about like a certain level of violence. There was blood. There was this. And then at some point, they were like, "Well, we need to be family friendly." And now they took all that stuff away, and it's like, well, Hold you on. don't know what Whoa. you're doing. Stop it. Hold and on. And I think that's when what the When the NHL fuck did the WWE do. get family friendly? Trust like me, when? I have watched it. Okay, then I need you to tell me when. Because there's <laughs> nothing about family and friendly and fucking Vince McMahon and The Undertaker and The Divas it, that is family friendly at all. It, <laughs> is, it, is, it is very... In the China era? Yeah, but that's the Attitude Era, which was the 90s, when they weren't family friendly. Now they are they are trying to be John Cena's family John friendly. John Cena is the faith. And if you look at that dude, they're are they maximizing they're profit? Friendly now? Hold on. This are the, is, can you say WWE is at an all time high with ratings? Basically. Well, no, because everyone's on their phone. Family isn't cool. <laughs> right, but that's what they're trying. So you're trying to market to something that doesn't work. No, no, but that's my that's why I'm making the comparisons. The NHL is trying to market like something. They had a formula, and everyone liked it, and then they were like, well, no, we want to get more people because we think they this no, is They didn't want to get more people. The well, they wanted more dollars. Yeah, they got that's greedy. where the fucking expansion came from. They got greedy. They got greedy. They don't need to be greedy. Pride cometh before the fall. There should not be six teams, but there shouldn't be 31 teams. No. Exactly. Right. You, might get, you could be good with eight, when, when, honestly. When hockey became popular again, obviously when it became popular again, in Chicago was 2010 when we got put back on TV, Eight. just like baseball and, and, every, and, and everything. And then, but, like but, but then also, also, like also within that time frame, the Russian it, it, within, within that time frame, also a bunch of major cities that were huge hockey towns were all good at the same time. Look, Chicago, New York. So, so when Boston, Detroit, and yeah, Philly you, are good, hold on, listen, you Chicago <laughs> motherfuckers. If we're gonna continue to talk about hockey, and we're not gonna give the Detroit Red Wings like credit for being a dominant franchise. And we're talking about New York. So you're like, fuck that. Like, the Detroit Red Wings we're were a dominant franchise. No. The, we were a and they are the original six. Yeah, yeah. They are a dominant franchise. The, the Russian they, invasion. Fedorov. Like, get out of here. Like, let's get real. <laughs> the Russian invasion is what brought hockey back. Fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> you guys stole Probert from us. Right. We took yeah. Chelios. Like, yeah, that was go. okay. Yep. It's such a man. weird era then. It was a great <laughs> era. Like, hockey was great then. Oh, it was great. Yeah. Sergey Fedorov was the deal. Listen, Did we cover I all would. the hot topics? <laughs> yeah, uh, yes. Before we wrap up, I take one more break. So, we actually <laughs> did cover all the hot topics because all these hot topics are, like, bleed into two. So, thanks, thanks, Digits. Yeah. Uh, they all came back to expansion yeah. teams I mean, and hockey. I mean, I don't really want to talk about some of this other shit. Like, who gives a shit about the Cubs bench coach becoming the new Orioles manager? Right, thanks, fine. guys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Sox trade for Ivan Nova, a reliever. I Come saw on, Nova. Man. I thought we were going to talk about Villanova basketball being <laughs> yeah. like, I mean, this is literally, literally a guy in the bullpen. 
on the Sox team. Yeah, Thanks, guys. Hey, yeah, listen, this is what uh, I'm I was expecting you to come up with H Max Hot Topics. Uh, You're H Mac after all. Come on. Hot let's Topics are over. Right. Let's take uh, one more final break. You were listening to Pass the. Sorry, sorry, can we do it again? Fucking thing sucks! You're listening to Pass the Mic. Do it live! Do it live! You're listening to Pass the Mic with Nucci Quasi and Digits. All right, and welcome back. We're rounding up the show with, the, of course, our Onions and Raisins Awards. I appreciate that. Thank you. You guys, oh, there you go. That was for you. That was for you. Let's get another one going. With double beer, beer pop. Are you going first? Um, yeah, I'll go first. I got mine ready. I mean, you have a guest in studio, and you're going to go first? Come on. Come on. You got yours ready? I'm always ready. All right, we're, I'm gonna I'm gonna defer. I'm gonna defer to Coach, is going first. Coach Rick Carter here. So I, I have two I have two onions. Oh wow! All right, two onions. My first one is for Admiral. What is his name? Schofield from Tennessee. Yeah, just balled out. Like couldn't be a more like dog. Make shots. Like just will this team to win. Like you got to give that to him. But a blooming onion. I, I've a blooming onion. A blooming onion. onion. South Dakota State. T.J. Altsberger. Yeah, oh, yeah. What? major team like what do they have? They had ninety points at half. <laughs> like, <laughs> come right. on, dude! Like, yeah, could be a good option if you're a high major looking for a there head we go. coach. You got a young guy who brings a ton of energy, knows about shooting, can teach the game. Seems like TJ's a good option. <laughs> <Blue and onion. laughs> now, some raisins. You want a raisin? Yeah. I mean, you have a shirtless sh- raisins? Or yeah. <laughs> the Chicago Bulls, like, listen. Let's get a couple things straight here. You can't be upset about losing for one thing and another person tries to bring in a different culture and you're upset about that. That really shows who you are as a group of people. So like as a like shriveled up raisin is the worst it could possibly be rotten. Bro, like if you want to win, just get with the culture and like keep it moving. Chicago Bulls players, huge fucking raisin. Huge raisins to the Bulls players. And Carmelo Anthony. And Carmelo Anthony in general. Because he's the definition of In general. In general, like a consummate caramelized raisin to Carmelo. Who'd have thought? <laughs> Carmelo brings the caramelized raisin. The caramelized raisin. Carmelo with the Carmelo <laughs> the caramelized raisins. raisins. What do they call those? No one's picking them up. They have no, no, no interest. No interest. All these teams, well, I think, you know what? We're sufficient. Like, yeah, no, no, here. we're good. We don't but need you, caramelized raisin. Every place you go, people don't like each other. I think we're good. Yeah, <laughs> we're good. Talk to Donald Trump. That's fantastic. <laughs> All right, I'll go next. Uh, I'm going to channel my inner HVAC right here and like go with the generalized onions and give it to the Bears for the dominant performance on Sunday night. Super Bears, Super <laughs> Bowl, Super, Super Bears. Bears right. defense. Like HVAC always likes to give me into the Cubs like every hey. single week. I generalize, I do think. Yeah, you do. So it's all right, I'll go with the Bears. Cite your favorite player right now on the Bears defense other than Khalil Mack. Uh, it's uh, Eddie Jackson. Khalil Mack. Ooh. Eddie Jackson. Akeem Hicks. No, you said other than Eddie, uh, Khalil Mack. I know. Then yeah. you say Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack. <laughs> so, yeah, Khalil Mack again. <laughs> All right, Raisins. Eddie, uh, raisins, uh, it's, it's going carb packs. I'm sorry. So it's I just think there's going to be consensus here I, with the I'm, reasons. I'm tired, man. I'm tired yeah. of this shit, man. Let's go. 15 years, man. I'm tired of this shit. I, I have season tickets to the Bulls. I'm, I'm, I'm done. Just give me a better option. I'm done with this shit. Give me a better option. Let's go. <laughs> right. We need a better option. Give me some sun for those raisins. This is a frustrating. Give thing. me the suns for the raisins. Yeah, there you go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> give it to uh, for my onions. I'm gonna give it to uh, Heisman Trophy Kyle Murray. Kyle Murray. Murray. Yeah, I mean, should have gotten it. Heisman <laughs> Trophy, first round MLB draft pick. That's, I mean, 
Are you kidding me? Who Hold on, guys. Let's get a couple things straight. You have a man who only. I mean, it's not even close. He didn't play in the fourth quarter for like ninety percent of the games. Like, do you want Nick Saban just to demolish people? Oh no, because then everyone will be upset because he beat people by too much. <laughs> so it's like, give me a break. You got a guy who's out there dominating the playing service, and you give it to some schlep rock who, yes, he's good, but he plays two sports. Get the fuck out of here. Tua should have gotten it, hands down, not even close. This should have been Tua. unanimous. This I mean, it's not even sure. close. Tua, yeah. Tua struggled against Georgia. He got hurt. Yeah, he did get hurt. He got hurt. He hurt. Have you oh, hold on? Have you ever seen one player? And this is no bullshit. Two's in awesome. the last year, dominate a playing surface like he has, like he has crushed it. Like Pat like, Holmes. I mean, he's crushed it. <laughs> if, no, Khalil yeah. Mack, honestly. Like, oh, Khalil Mack, or my Jordan. But like I he mean, literally yeah. in that environment, he's been excellent. He's if been, this was the year for a unanimous Heisman t- Trophy, it's Tua for sure. But it's exactly why it didn't happen. Right. Because that's who we are at this point, right? Like, like heaven forbid, like right we all just agree. Yeah, no, first I of all, actually had, uh, first of all, if you, I'm surprised you went with Oklahoma. If, if you want, and the other thing is, if you want free money, if you want free money, you bet. Alabama oh. in the first half to cover the spread. <laughs> Roll yeah. Tide. I mean, honestly, like, like, right, like, just bet it. I don't care what the spread Saint is. Nick. Roll Tide. Hey right. then, uh, my raisins goes to the uh, Suns owner who's uh, threatening to move to Vegas or Seattle. I think I'm, I'm sick of these people who are like, I don't, I own a team, and I make tons of money. Billion dollar owner saying, somehow, hey, let's take I have no money. Mo- I need a brand new stadium. Yeah. How do you feel about living here every day? <laughs> Sounds like our president. Yeah. like, I need a new stadium. It's I, like, do you, do you need a new stadium? And can you no longer afford to pay for a stadium? Because you pay all these people millions and millions of dollars. But you do need a new stadium if you're him because you're, tr- you're, you're, you're trying to like attract the highest level of talent to come play for you. In the yeah, West, right. where it's really difficult. Yeah, he doesn't need the city to pay for that. He has enough money. Hold on. These are business people who have made like these decisions to get other people to pay for things for a really long time. Why would you stop now? Well, yes. Um, Just because I'm like... From his side, yes. But from the other side, it's like, you know what? I'm sick of these owners who... Okay. So are you going to complain about tickets going up in price? Because don't get it twisted, he's getting his money back. Like he's a businessman. <laughs> I'm not a businessman. I'm a businessman. No, like I understand <laughs> he's he's making money, and I understand that. But then don't tell me you suddenly don't like you're a business person. Then don't suddenly be like, well, I have no money. I didn't make money. Which a lot of these owners are like, I'm losing money. You're not losing money because you know. So what? hold on. Salary, hold on now, real quick. I, I'm, I'm gonna ask you a question. It's gonna be real crazy. <laughs> That's just personal. But I need a true answer. So you're telling me you don't fudge with your taxes? And pull I, things I, like I, ah, this was laundry for this or that. Like, I personally, I personally do not fudge my taxes. <laughs> no, neither do I. <laughs> no, I would never like I have an accountant. But my point is, like, he's taking advantage of a rule. Like, he's taking advantage of a situation. Like, you—that's business. Yeah, but like, I, I feel like it, it's as. So you've asked for your rent to go up. No, but I understand my property. Rent. I understand that. Just so you don't you don't complain about your property taxes? Because I, I do. Because my shit's fucked up. Okay? But I understand that's just going to go up. But I don't expect my your owner to to raise your property taxes and be like, you know what? I don't have enough money. I'm going to raise it more because you know what? Something's wrong. It's he has money to pay for this stuff. Well, you have so, money to pay for shit too. You don't want to. I don't want to, but I understand that. Multiply it by a million. I have to. Ah, I understand. Not when you multiply it by a million. <laughs> <laughs> I am. 
We we have grilled each other's onions and raisins before, but there's never been a cross grill of a raisin. A cross grill, right? the end of the day, I think the way PTM first. But the way you get what you want at this point is you threaten to leave, right? Like you say, I'm out. PTM first. I literally forgot my raisins. I'm gonna move somewhere else because I'm making no money. I'm over. I got my onions. But here's what I don't understand. You just said you're okay with the team going to Vegas. He sees more money there. Why wouldn't he try to get there as fast as possible? Mr. Hockey motherfucker. Like, can I get an answer now? Raising that shit. Because how many people are going up to the Phoenix Stadium? Zero, right? That's right. 76. Another team had that many there tonight. It was good. I got a problem with... Where's the ball going to move? I got my issue with it. I'm just throwing it out there. You know what? I appreciate you... I respect your opinion, but we disagree. HVAC. HVAC. All right. Uh, I'm going to go Raisins first, which obviously the national joke are the Bulls. All right. Fuck the Bulls. That was, <laughs> that was an easy one. Wait, wait. The, the jerseys, cup? though, the city jerseys are fire. Oh, they, oh, are, they are. They are tight. Are fire. We're the best city jerseys. Those, we are the best fire. city By far. Are fire. By far the best city jerseys. If I had their extra onions, all NBA city jerseys have actually been... Nike. Actually, yeah, Gotta give Nike credit. Look, the thing is, Nike's yeah. really... They get it. They're oh, good. Yes. They're good. Yeah, they're yeah, they're yeah. Terrible. <laughs> Nike gets it. Nike gets it. Yeah. They've all been gold. Yeah. Even the I the bought an Urlacher Nike jersey. Even the new ones that they all did. The, honestly, uh, you can't wear another man's jersey at the over the age of thirty. So oh, you shouldn't no? do that. Oh, unless uh, you go to the game. Do you wear it at home? No. When only to the game. Only. If only the game's okay. What about? I can trust. What about baseball hats? Whatever you want. Yeah, I mean. All right. Baseball as long hats. as you can wear it backwards sometimes. I'm just curious because I mean I have a lot. No. So I just want. No, no I just think. I just wear yeah, like, do you wear, like, a basketball jersey with no t-shirt under it around? What am I, 20 going to Lollapalooza? No. Sound, honestly, I wish. Sounds like a great fucking time, number one. Okay? Onions? Uh, so, onions. Uh, it's Cubs. It's Cubs. Let me guess. Oh, yeah. It's not the Cubs. Get the right. fuck out of here. Uh, He's go, he always has the Cubs. I'm going hockey. Season. I'm going hockey here. Oh, oh, First oh. ever in NHL oh. history, two teammates have played a thousand games together. Oh, yeah. Duncan Keith True. and Brent Zebra. Wow. First time in NHL history. Really? So on yeah. use of them, it's it's obviously never happened before. What team do they play for? <laughs> the best team of all time, Chicago Blackhawks. Blackhawks. Oh, I didn't know that. No, yeah. I just, that's best what team I know. And, and, and they both grab breakfast at White Palace Grill. Wait, are you saying they're, they're both? Yes, White Palace is on Madison, right? Yeah. Have you met them? Yeah, I've no, seen him in there. Palace Palace A thousand times in a row, probably. A thousand times. A thousand games, a thousand Palace breakfasts. A thousand games. So that was the raisins, onions, and then second onions to the coach for coming on the show tonight. Yeah. Thank you so there much. There we go. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Cheers. Salute yeah. to Cheers the coach. coach. Great time. Very good time. All right. All right. And the final Mike. onions and raisins. Oh, yeah. I'm going to give my... Onions Award to a guy I usually shit on, Derrick Henry. Oh, Derrick! Derrick Henry with the most disrespectful run I've ever seen in NFL history. <laughs> the this 99 dude ran yards. 99 yards oh. and stiff armed the entire Jacksonville team, one after another. That's and this probably dude's the greatest just like this and just stiff armed the entire team and scored a touchdown. Just shit all over. Fucking slow just as Derrick Henry. <laughs> slow, slow as hell. He's a sl- it was the slowest run I've ever seen. But he but stiff armed the entire team. It was also the second time it's only it's happened in NFL history, which is crazy. Which is right? crazy. And it was Derrick, and he also. 
had four touchdowns in that game. No, he yeah. crushed it, like yeah. fantasy-wise. Four touchdowns. <laughs> if you had Derrick Henry on your team and you played him, yeah, if you kudos. If you had Derrick Henry on your team, if you, you were probably in last place. Sunday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude. Dog shit on the carpet. It was oh, uh, yeah, exactly. If you had the balls to play Derrick Henry in your fantasy lineup, good for you. I lost him. Yeah, this oh, idiot played him. I swear to God, they haven't like put in a line. Somebody like, put in Derrick Henry. Don't talk it. It's not even at this point. It's not even. The wound is still fresh. The wound is fresh. Salt in the wound. The coach got burned. Yeah, so, uh, and to the Raisins Award, a guy that you would never think to give the Raisins to, I'm giving it to fucking Bill Belichick oh. for throwing out Gronkowski when. For what reason, he's completely injured, throwing him out on defense because apparently he can jump for a Hail Mary when you're at the 30-yard line. It would have been a 70-yard Hail Mary, and instead you got bested by the Miami Dolphins and Kenyon Drake, which for whatever reason is New England's own Bermuda Triangle. They cannot win in Miami. Miami. Well, it's wild. Like I'm supposed to believe that a guy who couldn't travel this year because he was injured – was in practice long enough to be prepared to be in that situation. To be prepared to be on defense. In a, in a situation where, like, you expect, like, when I when I go to McDonald's, there's a certain order of, like, I go, like, this is what I'm going like, to And I expect it. You know, it's like the assembly right. line. Like, I expect, like, just consistent greatness out of New England. And that, like, I agree with you. Like, that was a very, like, it was crazy. old, like, who the fuck are these people? I didn't even know he was out there can, can until I, I saw Kenyon Drake start to take off. Yeah. And I'm like, and then you see him I was, I was like, is that Gronk? Is that, that Gronk? But it shows is you that, that Tom Brady's going to retire. Like, Tom Brady hasn't put up numbers like that versus Miami ever. Oh, it was. But, like, he's. That dude's done. That's, this is his last deal. So. Can I ask you this? This is a reverse bizarro world yeah. where Derrick Henry is getting the onions, onions. and Bill <laughs> Belichick is getting the raisins. Can I ask you this? Their starting safety, right? Devin McCourty was not on the field. He's making that tackle that for sure. He's making that Clearly. tackle for sure. Clearly I making mean, that tackle. The, the most surprised person on that field was Kenyon Drake when he looked and saw Gronk. Is that Gronk? Oh, it was the offensive coordinator. Is that Gronk? the play, and he's like, oh, my God, they have Gronk back there. We're going to score. <laughs> right, right. We We're going to score. What? Like. How do you not put your Kenyon Drake goes like this. He goes. He he fakes to do one more lateral that was pass, terrible. and then the he's like, "Wait, I'm keeping yeah. that. I'm keeping this." Maybe ball. the worst football decision. Ah, eh. one Super Bowl deal at the at the goal line. That was bad. Oh, bad. Yeah. Marshawn Lynch probably shouldn't throw there. Yeah. Marshawn Lynch doesn't really put it in there. Yeah, when he's run 99 yards. All right. Uh, thanks for listening to episode 59 of Pass the Mic. Uh, don't forget, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at PTM Chicago. And whenever you uh, contact us, don't forget the hashtag. Fuck Joe Buck. <laughs>